0: From the creators of Relevant Magazine, this is The Relevant Podcast.
1: An enemy's makes the ace
2: with the deuce, hit a triple-double in the garden, Hugged on my left wrist like I'm hardin', ran to the dealer boy twin Mercedes, the European trucks for the twin babies, don't let me have a son, I'm a fool, send him to school and all my truth. I want a boy and girl to fight for truth, whatever God give me, I'm cool, I've been winning so long, it's like alchemy. I'm been plant cars with the house money. It's a week of 21. Friday, March 10th,
3: 2017. And it's the relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and this week's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. Hello, boy, fresh. Hello, fresh. Well, hello. Uh HelloFresh delivers weekly recipes and fresh ingredients straight to your doorstep so you can cook delicious, quick, and healthy meals at home. HelloFresh wants to change the way people eat forever. They believe everyone deserves honest, natural, delicious, healthy food. I want to try their
2: uh, veggie boxes. Veggie boxes. I've heard they've had like a vegetarian version that's they sure very good. Do. Like wow. Like I've heard, they do. I've yeah. heard vegetarians say it teaches them how to cook better because, like, they had no idea they could do it, and it's all like pre-measured and stuff.
3: Well, there you go. Well, HelloFresh currently offers customers a classic box for me or a veggie box for you. It's right here in the copy. That's right. uh, customers can order three, <laughs> I I was talking about. Or three, four, or five different meals each week, designed for either two or four people. Uh, new recipes are created. Every week, so I would suggest having a roommate and/or spouse mm. to fully take advantage of that.
2: That's a little bit of a hard one, though, because that's like when you go to a Chinese restaurant and they're like, "How many sets of chopsticks do you want?" You're like, "Oh, well, it was just one, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll take two so I don't feel stupid right now." But <laughs> in the hotel, how many <laughs> keys would you like? And, and, and yeah. a fork, <laughs> and a fork, Jesse, Carrie. That was really insensitive. I'm sorry,
1: everyone.
3: HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that makes cooking fun, easy, and convenient. And right now, uh, they are offering relevant podcast listeners that's a very special deal. Just go over to HelloFresh.com and enter code relevant thirty five to get thirty five dollars off your first week of deliveries when you subscribe. You got to use uh, the promo code relevant thirty five though. Thirty five bucks. Right. That's how you remember it. There you
2: go. Yeah, don't use any other promo code. Huge savings. Don't huge... don't
3: try relevant one hundred and fifty. That that uh no, there that, that didn't work.
2: No, it'll blow up the servers. <laughs> they don't even know what to, they can't process.
3: Like I said, I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studios, Eddie Big Cat Koffelt. Having a hard time taking you seriously. <laughs> uh, over there on the ones and twos this week, uh, Chelsea Steele is behind the board.
4: Hello, everybody.
3: Uh, it's because Chandler had a prior engagement mm. because we're recording at an unusual time. Ooh, what is it? <laughs> I know what it and, is. Uh, and a so he set up engagement. everything for us. He'll do the editing, but he's not going to be here for the I show today. he's at the
2: Dollar Theater right now with his girlfriend. <laughs>
3: And on the (laughs) Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Ladies and gentlemen, hello? Hello. Wow.
2: So That's right. It's a today, big show. It's a Today is a
3: very special, highly anticipated episode. <laughs> Not only coming up later do we have Matt Chandler joining us. Mm-hmm. It is Lenten season and he's... Uh, hey, happy Lent. Uh, happy Lent. Back at
2: you. Thanks, man. Is that
3: what people do on Lent? They say happy, happy Lent. Lent.
2: And also with you. I think that would and work.
1: Also, with <laughs> and also to you.
3: Um, and he, uh, so Matt Chandler is coming on uh, to talk about Lent. Uh, it's a fascinating conversation. And after that... Poor Matt Chandler. Uh, the Oscars.biz awards are wow. finally here.
2: Maybe we could talk Matt into sticking around for the Oscars. <laughs>
0: when
3: I think Matt Chandler, <laughs> right. I think he would really like the Oscars.biz awards.
0: <laughs> I, I will say this. I talked to the little peek behind the and I talked to Matt yesterday about Lent, and I learned a an incredible amount about Lent. And the, and the whole time I'm being enlightened, all I can think of is. This will be followed by the Oscars.biz, and I feel very badly for, for about that.
3: I'm, uh, I'm, I'm wearing a top hat right now, and it doesn't quite fit my head I correctly. think could tell, like the yeah. tone of your voice. The tenor, yeah, it like it reverberates a little differently with the top hat, the, the voice echo. <laughs> it does. Um, but I,
2: I am in full Oscars mode right Speaking now. top hat, uh-huh. I visited Ford's Theater last week. <laughs> really? Total bummer, that place. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, a present was shot there. Well, yeah, it's the worst. Essentially, that's but the I mean whole i reason. go to the
3: Washington Hilton and then Reagan was gunned down in the front end. I don't get but sad he when I walk it. in, I mean, yeah. he, but he made it. That's true. I mean, I feel like it was. I mean, there was a ballroom at one of those hotels where Bobby Kennedy got got taken out. Wouldn't you feel like that's a bummer too? Yeah,
5: but I, I mean, I I guess recognize... unless you're at a good bar mitzvah, <laughs> I recognize this
3: this this wallpaper. It's a famous
2: room. Yeah, I'm you know. <laughs> at the place where. Yeah. So it's a bummer, really. I mean, it is kind of weird when you think about, like, what happened there. Like, mm. wow. Does it kind of smell old, like an old person's house? No, they've ref- refurbished it. But what was really weird is they're like, here it is. And it was, like, the gun that they no. used. That is weird. I was not expecting to see that, but it is, like, the actual, it's a little tiny.
4: How much time has to pass for that to be like a historical thing? It, isn't historical it
2: this thing. much because it was, like nice Lincoln, it was actually like a very nice tribute to Lincoln, but it was also, there were like moments it was of was creepiness. Like a stage show
3: where they, they like Hamilton. Uh-huh. Is that what they do? <laughs> I haven't listened to Hamilton yet. Have you? <gasps> no, I can't do it. I just like Broadway rapping. Isn't my thing? Like Broad- I, like, exactly. you could have stopped at yeah. Broadway and
0: I would have agreed with
3: you. Exactly. No, no, no. Broadway's good. But like every song <laughs> I've ever heard from Hamilton
0: is like, okay, I get that this is novel, but this isn't actually good you're saying it would be w- as as one song in a musical like a rap number would be cool but you're not doing the whole thing no <laughs> no rapping on broadway i just N- I... like it's just not
1: <laughs> theater, theater
2: rapping
0: isn't good
2: i'm yeah. telling you we're and we're going to get i i predict we are going to get more pushback on this
1: yeah than, than the
2: oscars than anything and we've Matt ever Chandler's gotten theology oh yeah this is going to be like the, <laughs> he says the stuff. yeah this yeah. is going to be as if we had rob bell taking over relevant you know so <laughs> cameron would <laughs> you go you know as Hamilton?
0: far as to say is lin manuel miranda very talented young is, man. he's very talented but as a cultural figure he's overrated would you go so far i think that? it oh, was
3: I, I wouldn't say overrated per se i would say given the context of what music theater and historical plays mm. and all the given the context of what the norm is for that For that medium, what he did was innovative and creative, and it stood out. And so it was acclaimed. But if you listen to the songs, as rap songs, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not good, and his rapping is not good. But I get that it was novel and probably yeah. well executed. It was innovative. <laughs> yeah,
2: Very rarely do I get to say something that could be edgy, and then someone else takes the heat. But you just did it for I don't me. Care. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. this was fun to watch. Yeah. I, yeah. I, like,
0: oh no, we're, we're worried about uh, upsetting musical theater fans. So. No, but this what, is. What shall we? Well, do? And then when like oh, <laughs> this so, is bigger than musical then, theater. And then like fans.
3: you know he's like a national treasure now, and he, everybody's having him rap on Jennifer Lopez songs and. Stuff. Stuff, and it's like he's not good at rapping. Can we can, right. can anybody say like he's don't bring him on as your
2: guest verse if you want a radio hit. I'm going to give you one chance to rebuttal this and tell us we're wrong because I've I heard you gasp and I feel like you just don't agree.
4: I don't because I don't think that Broadway music should be held to the standard of the genre that they're emulating.
2: Okay, literally. Have you ever listened to Les Mis? Yeah, it's the best. But yeah, there have been I fell other... asleep literally in seconds. <laughs> you, know, you know who were really
3: brought it home was Russell Crowe's Bingo. beautiful oh, singing oh. voice. The
1: best. So,
3: anyhow. So, you're... really, you, you think all theater experiences are like, as long as it's good for theater,
4: I think, I just think that there's, it's a different subcategory all yeah. its own. Like those yeah. there was a wedding singer musical on Broadway and it has nothing to do with like 80s pop synth music. It's like the Broadway version of that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I, I heard like a similar argument because I was listening to two mm-hmm. people debate whether Bob Dylan was a good poet. And if mm-hmm. you just took his lyrics and read of his poetry mm-hmm. and a lot of people are like, well, I don't think, I don't think this holds up and people are like well it's not that it doesn't hold up it's like you're you're obvi- you're consuming it in the wrong context so that may be a thing where like yeah it doesn't hold up as rap but in its context like yeah. you were saying and that's what I'm saying yeah, I think
3: it it's notable and well done yeah. for its environment but don't take it out of that environment and say <laughs> yeah. this is good music or this is mind blowing, or whatever. It's like, no, you're it's not actually. driving around listening to the Hamilton soundtrack.
2: But so, I know basically. people who I do, know, yeah. and people that I respect, and that's the harder part. Right? I'm like, okay. I thought we had better taste, friends. No, but I mean, we've got. <laughs> but okay, now this is also what's interesting, though, because then, I mean, are you still watching The Bachelor? Yeah. You <laughs> see, there's weird like little, uh, little I, It's, it's uh, like problems f- in the force every I once in a while. I feel
3: like, oh, I'm watching it fully self-aware and like ironically. But, you still but like does that make it I don't know that I like, like it. I feel like I you, you can enjoy only it. get a pass for that for like two mm. or three episodes. I don't enjoy it. And then it. you're legitimately I, I, invested No, no, no. In like I think I the first it. couple weeks, like the novelty of everybody's talking about the crazy people on the show. And then like that ended, and I just don't enjoy anything about this. I'm actually like deeply disturbed by what
0: they're doing. And, and I, it's, now it's just a matter of seeing. And it now through.
3: I got to see it through because like I've invested this much of my life. I'm not going to tap out now. I'm not a quitter. It's like when you, you know, watch. Right. The, it's like that's the Lord right. of
0: the Rings trilogy. Like I saw the first two, and I really, really did not want to see that third. But I've, I've come this far. Yeah. You know, I'm almost to Mordor. Just, I'm going to finish yeah. this right. thing. Out. Uh,
2: that third one was boring. I'm not saying Lord of the Rings. Kind of like Hamilton. (laughs) It was Hamilton boring.
0: (laughs) It was Hamilton when they were rapping
2: as they were walking up the hill. It was so boring.
0: My, my problem with, maybe it was the Hobbit, they they're, they're all conflated to me. Maybe it was the Hobbit, not just the prolonged, you know, num, like 20 minutes of like singing and doing dishes with the elves early on in the, the, Hobbit. the franchise. <laughs> but like when they hitch a ride on the on the eagles, right? To like skip a hard part of the journey. Why didn't they just fly all the way there on the backs of those eagles? That ruined the whole Tolkien thing It feels
3: canon. like lyrics of like it a feel- Yacht Rock song from the 80s, but mm-hmm. like on the back of the wings of eagles.
0: Mm. yeah if it's not it should be i'm gonna
2: say the last science fiction movie that should have ever been made was never ending story i believe that that was a genre ending movie and that's why i don't think there's any place for uh, science fiction whatever whatever never ending story was it what about like awakening it's the like flying like dog genre? and well, you still haven't named a movie that's better than never ending story interesting when i'm they just call saying on that flying dog <laughs> Sorry. That is Val-core-ia? amazing. Valcor. Valcor. No, can I, I trade you? Do you. you know how long I had nightmares about that dog? the kid. Hey, that dog. There's a museum that I always want to visit. It's like in Austria or something that has all of the never-ending story props. No way. Yeah, I've seen it online and you see it and it's like not only is the terrifying dog actual size, like there was a head of it that the boy's riding, yeah. but uh, it hasn't aged well over the years. So its <laughs> eye is kind of like halfway open, like my aunt, yeah. who like towards the end of her life, like it's just like not. <laughs> it's just like, all right, this is messed up. And it's like all kind of you- worn and smoky Ooh. and terrible. Can you- can you imagine if your
0: job was like the curator of the Neverending Story Museum and like you didn't even like the movie? You were just like, hey, there's a new museum opening. time. I'm going to apply for a job. And the rest, most of your life is spent t- talking to people about the nuances of Never Ending Story. It's very odd to me that there's an entire museum dedicated to this and a curator who has to talk about it all the time. It's not really a curator. We
3: just got all the props we could and then, and then we stopped. The duster. Yeah.
0: And they just kind of dust and... The flying dog duster. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, right. I just groomed the the big fake Valcor all day, but
4: uh, <laughs> you yeah,
1: know yeah, that His name is
2: Valcor, or was it Atreyu
4: Atreyu's is the kid's name.
2: Yeah. And so he yells his own name at some the point. The only reason why I know this, and I haven't seen the movie.
3: Okay. But Valcour. I, my uh, a relative had a Valcour. had a little white dog and named it Valcoria after oh, that. Oh, good one! Mm, so uh, there you go, Valcor, well. Valcor. <laughs> All right. Well, moving the show along, we have a lot we got to get up, get to.
2: So yeah, and we were, so did along. most of it. Yeah,
4: <laughs> never
2: ending story that was on the list of things uh, to talk about: uh,
3: Lincoln's assassination,
0: <laughs> destroying Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton.
2: So we're <laughs> Defaming,
0: Lynn <laughs> putting Lin Manuel Miranda in his place. Yeah. Check. All that's so, left is Matt
1: Chandler and Oscars. Had,
3: Sadly admitting that I still watch The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, that's right. <crazy. laughs> it's it's ironic. It's, it's ironic. It's ironic. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time for our weekly look back at what happened in culture and entertainment. It's time for... In
1: case you
4: missed
3: it. In case you missed it, uh, this week, Lord... Like our uh, Savior, Jesus Christ, right. uh, our Lord, th- with the E on the end, the singer, mm, uh, that one, yeah. Lord released her first new song in more than three years.
2: Hey, I haven't heard it. Are we gonna play it? Yeah,
3: it's a, it's her yeah. first single from her from her follow up to 2013 smash uh, hit "Pure Heroine." Uh, the dance pop song is called "Green Light," and we featured on Melodrama, which is due out this summer. Which, if you have the new issue of Relevant and read our new music guide, you would know this. Oh, yeah. this is
2: old news to you
3: old news <laughs> I'm here,
2: 22 pages in to here's the a,
3: magazine. Yeah, you'll get there you'll
0: get there very
3: good uh, thanks you'll uh, <laughs> anyway here's a clip of Greenlight
0: <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Hillsong Young and Free it does it, it's a different song it's a really different sound
1: be seeing you ever I go
3: it sounds like Hillsong Young and Free and I can't get that out of my head now
1: <laughs> One, two, three,
0: four! Come get my
2: things. Her voice sounds like a young Carol it does Channing. It Sound like oh, this is living now. Holy cow. I feel like worshiping. Like you need that, to do yeah.
0: a
3: mashup. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Somebody out there go mash up Hillsong Young and Free with the New Lord single. That's crazy. Also,
2: I just I don't want to miss this point. I need someone to look up I, young Carol Channing. It was really funny. It was It doesn't have to be funny. I'm telling you, it's just really right on. Yeah, That's all
3: like, I'm saying. You sing yeah, it? young Carol Channing, Channing
0: singing.
2: Yeah, I mean she was a singer. I don't know if she's still alive.
0: Cameron, the other thing about the the Hills, while well, you look that up the the Hillsong Young and Free Lord thing. They're both from the same part of the world. N- uh, New Zealand and Australia.
3: Like a
1: old lamb, I about
2: wow, while Eddie, you nailed
0: this
1: one.
0: I found out the yeah, it's, it's almost
1: identical. <laughs> So you're saying that by. the new
3: Lord single yeah. is Hill no, no, no. song Young and Free did the music and young Carol Channing did the lyrics. That was her Just inspiration. Singing. That I was her inspiration. Th- I think Lord's okay.
2: voice sounds like Carol Channing. She kind of has like, she blurs together a lot of her syllables uh, and mm-hmm. sounds like Carol Channing. Yeah. It's literally, uh, it's a, it's a perfect connection. So you're welcome, America. <laughs> you <go>. A flawless. <laughs> flawless cultural analysis
1: <laughs> oh, Once from, again. The, from
2: 1923. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, highly curious how I got on anything called
1: relative.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how am I even associated with this?
1: <laughs>
3: In case you missed it, uh, this week, Kendrick Lamar said that his next album will be focused on God. Shocker. Yeah, well, his other albums were focused on God, I thought, but uh, anyway, he's working on a follow-up to 2015's To Pimp a Butterfly, and according to an interview with the New York Times this week, uh, he said the project will go in a completely new direction. Uh, In the interview, he discussed how Butterfly, in his debut album, Good Kid, Mad City, looked at injustice, violence, and growing up in Compton, uh, surrounded by gangs, but for the new album, which is currently in the works, uh, Lamar is taking on a different idea, Faith. Here's what he said to Pimp a Butterfly was addressing the problem. I'm in a space now where I'm not addressing the problem anymore. We're in a time where we exclude one major component out of this whole thing called life. God, nobody speaks on it because it's almost in conflict with what's going on in the world. When you talk about politics and government and the system, um, though his previous albums had larger scopes and brought in a lot of narrative themes references to Christianity have been prevalent in his music. Uh, like good kid, mad city opens with, with the traditional sinners prayer that, that, that I will get to that in a second and included the lines. I believe that Jesus is Lord. I believe that you raised him from the dead. I will ask that Jesus will come to my life and be my Lord and savior. That was one of the most stunning moments in hip hop yeah. mm-hmm. when this breakout album a few years ago, literally Leads people through the prayer of salvation and they repeat after me, and that's how they end the album. It was st- that's awesome, stunning. Yeah, and yeah. um, and then obviously there's there's faith themes on the last album too, but mm-hmm. for him to talk about, like this one's gonna be about God, I mean, that's that's been crazy. And he was texting Ch- Chance the Rapper after the Grammys, being like, God's doing something, oh, like, cool. yeah, I mean, <laughs> revival, man.
0: Um, It makes me really curious as to what thematic direction is going to go. because, like you're saying God does play a role in the last two records, though. Like he kind of said in that interview, they do focus on there's a lot of dark stuff on those records, too. Uh, So for him to say he's not talking about those anymore, it's going to be interesting to see how it affects the overall sound. Why are you laughing? Young Carol Channing.
2: Are you serious? I was going to do a whole connection about Lord ended her album with a Sensodyne thing, but people would have had to know that Carol Channing represented Sensodyne. I just realized, oh my gosh, I literally, no one's going to know what I'm talking about. So then I started to laugh and then had to share it. And here we are.
3: In case you missed it, this week, Banksy opened a hotel in Bethlehem. Uh, The street artist's new project is called the Walled Off Hotel. just steps away from an Israeli checkpoint. Uh, Even that's a joke, right? Walled Off, Waldorf. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't get the Waldorf really reference. That's good. Uh, it's right, in, right by a checkpoint and the um, Aida Palestinian refugee camp inside the West Bank. Mm. I've been there. Walked around it. Uh, the area has been dramatically affected by ongoing conflict, obviously, and the hotel is an effort to draw awareness to the violence. The hotel features a gallery of Banksy's work and a museum focused on the history of the region and conflict. On the hotel's mm. website, they insist it isn't a joke. It says, um, it's a genuine art hotel with fully functioning en suite facilities and limited car parking operated by the local community. We offer a warm welcome to everyone from all sides of the conflict and across the world. Wow. So yeah. That's
2: the like pictures of it. It's wild. It's yeah, I, the, the idea that wild.
3: you're raising awareness, I think, is is good. I mean, because there, you know, if yeah. you read our coverage of that conflict uh, in particular, you know, we, we espouse a position that's pro-Israel, uh, pro-Palestinian, pro-peace. pro Pro-Banksy. Pro pro Pro-Banksy. I'm always pro-Banksy. <laughs> um, so.
0: Well, yeah, one of the rooms that overlooks, like, the wall there that, uh, you know, keeps, separates, you know, the West Bank from, you know, other parts of Israel, like, one of the rooms overlooks it, and it advertises this is the worst view in the world, like, as like an ironic twist on what you see in hotel advertising. One of his mm. breakout kind of like
3: guerrilla art moments was when he went on and, and did his art around the West Bank mm-hmm. and, yep. and like on the wall had that, that the stencil of the girl with the balloons like floating over oh, like on the wall and stuff like that. One of the times I was over there, um, I went like on a, uh, like a scavenger hunt looking for all the Banksy art around mm. it most of it's still intact. Uh, A a lot of other artists have, have uh, contributed around (laughs) it. Uh, So that, that beautiful empty wall with the girl. No, it's like totally full of stuff, but she's still there. That's cool. And I went around and like was taking pictures of all the,
2: all the, it's really neat. Yeah. I, um, it's an interesting and it's a minor point of all this but sort of these hotels that are being opened with grander purposes mm-hmm. like what's a guy mm-hmm. that opened the one and you guys are going to know who this is you guys our, it was, hotel? A, our friend Jeremy Cowart. yeah yeah that's right yeah. he
3: didn't it. open he was he's trying to raise money for it
2: yeah but like I think it's a really interesting concept that we're yeah. kind of getting out of just sort of big box hotels and into yeah like well we're going to spend this money we can support well, even something a lot of the, learn something
3: uh, a lot of the big chains are, are launching offshoot brands specifically for millennials that care about justice and Mm -hmm. and environmental friendliness and things like that. And the, and these other hotels, even though they are chains and they're huge corporations like are actually like giving back and they're like whatever, like,
2: and is this an okay time to share like a little announcement? Go ahead. Jesse, we can share it now. Jesse and I are opening up a hotel. It is (laughs) a a B and B, right? (laughs) It is a small little B &B and B and you want to tell the theme, Jesse? (laughs)
0: Yeah, the theme is actually never-ending story. <laughs> yeah, literally is, uh, what I was going to say.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to wow. be a really um like it's terrifying but it's also like all money goes towards the upkeep of the old never ending story well, stuff. And, and because the in terrible
0: condition right yeah. now.
2: Yeah, yeah. Falcor is, um, his eye is almost completely closed. And uh, <laughs> so, anyhow, it's we'd love dope. to invite you yeah. to our hotel. It's going to be great. Well,
3: in case you missed it, a new video proves that replacing the laugh track on Big Bang Theory with Ricky Gervais's laughter actually makes the show watchable. This
0: is my favorite video on the internet.
3: Uh, YouTuber Owen Cooper has done the impossible, he's made the Big Bang. Theory funny. He, like I said, stripped a laugh track off the show and replaced it with the insane laughter of Ricky Gervais. The results are incredible. Here you go.
4: The place looks great. Did you guys get a maid?
1: Kinda. Of. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dinner's almost ready. If you like meatloaf, I'm sure you'll like its cousin, bowl of meat.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're still looking to make money, I will pay you to burn that jacket. <laughs>
3: Thank you, but it doesn't look like I'm going to Comic
2: Con this year. With as much debt as you have, probably not next year either. (laughs) (laughs) This is is
1: painful. That is really amazing. I mean, the show is
2: painful. Yeah, that is so bad. They're just about to pick it up for another two years.
0: What? Here's the thing. If yeah. I was the guy, if they hired me on that show to like be, we're like, okay, we're gonna give you the show once it's done, and you have to put in the laugh track. Yeah, you know, like I wouldn't even know where the jokes are. Right. Like I would have to say, you have to. Oh, that was a joke when he said that. Okay, I'll put in laughter. It's got to be in the script. I would literally have no
3: they, idea. It has where to it goes. be in the script so they know to pause for a second.
2: It has to be right because they do give it a breather. Like when he says that hilarious, they line. sit there
3: and stare at each other so awkwardly, right, waiting for the laughing to stop. That's
2: crazy. Oh man. Yeah. But but like. I said, they're not even jokes. Yeah. That's the yeah, thing. Like, <laughs> I, there's
0: there's maybe one in there that's passable for someone saying something that's intended to be humorous. Uh, yeah. The other time, I literally think they're just phoning it in. And people are so brainwashed by the show that they just laugh along. Uh, speaking of brainwashed, you know, I would say uh, Big Bang Theory
3: would be the Lin-Well Miranda of, of a TV comedy. <laughs> all the hype, all the popularity, but nobody's sitting there going, you know what? This isn't actually that good. I think I understand.
2: Yeah. And I think I'm 100% on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes a lot of sense.
3: All right. Lastly, in case you missed it, uh, Netflix announced this week that they are in talks to do another installment of Gilmore Girls. I'm very excited about wow. this. You watched You watched the one, right? Oh the new gosh, one? Oh my dude. I was, it was just all the tears, all the feelings. <laughs> it was one. <laughs> you, you
2: did not cry.
0: Absolutely I did. 100%.
2: I have a literal question about
0: this. And, this literal. is a refresher because I think we talked about it before. Did you watch the original or did you just jump in with Year in the Life? No, in, yeah, I watched it.
3: No, I watched it while it was on TV. and then But yeah. this met, it just hit every note just perfect. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Wow. Yeah. I sat there by myself, watched it on a Saturday and all the way through, all four of them,
2: and just all the feelings. It was so good. Mm-hmm. You continue to unravel. The psychology of that's what you'll cry at.
3: Over Thanksgiving, the Streaming Network released the four-part miniseries, Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, which I thought was just wonderfully packaged. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) It it revisited the beloved show 10 years after it went off the air. Now, the network's chief content officer, Ted Sarandos, told reporters that they are in very preliminary talks with the show's producers for more episodes. Uh, He said, we hope there are more installments. We obviously loved the success of the show. Fans loved how well it was done. It delivered what they hoped it really did. Um the worst thing is to wait a couple of years for your favorite show to come back and for it to disappoint you, but they sure delivered and people were really excited about more and we have been talking to them about the possibility of that.
2: At this point Netflix is the best network. Yeah. yeah. I mean like there's oh, yeah. they they announce like every week a major comedian has committed to three comedy specials. Mm-hmm.
0: I w- but but here's but here's one one thing I will say about that Eddie Give is it to like me. I feel like of they they produce like a lot of good content that a lot of people like, but they also put out like a lot of stuff that just no one watches or isn't any good. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at like a lot of stuff that they pick up that's on Netflix, like stuff you can watch and I get like they're on demand. So no, it's forced. It's not like there's limited spots to air stuff, but I still don't think it's as prestige of a thing of like HBO where, you know, everything on there will have some sort of artistic merit.
2: Right. But they, they have enough crowdsourcing in the way their algorithm works and they make enough stuff that I feel like everybody gets something right. Like some people like those terrible shows.
4: I feel like sometimes you can only find the sequel of something. And never like the, the movie you want to watch.
2: Now that's an interesting point. It's true. <laughs> but would you watch a sequel sequel without seeing the original?
4: Uh a sequel. I feel like I may have
2: like like
3: like Alvin and Chipmunks, the Squeakle. The
2: right. Squeakle. Like do you even think you'd be able to follow the story without the original? I, don't
3: I think know. that one in particular you could. Because I know from experience because I've seen it. Because they stand alone so well. <laughs> they
2: do. How hard did you cry during that movie? Uh
3: when they got lost from Dave.
2: Don't even. But before uh, you know if you know what, turn don't yeah. don't, don't go there, Cameron. I do have. I, this is an issue. It all you, comes
3: back, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, you,
0: you mentioned you cried during Gilmore Girls. Oh, and if, 100%. If this is if this is something you're comfortable admitting. What are named two or three other movies, TV shows that have brought you to the point Ooh. of tears? Field of I'm Dreams. curious. Field of Dreams. Okay. The, the the dad playing catch at the end. Oh wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Noticing a theme, by the way. Uh, Gilmore Girls, Cats uh, in the Cradle, and the <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Where
2: are the think. dads in these movies?
3: I don't know, man. What about you? Do you ever cry in a movie?
2: Of course. What do you think?
3: I was asking Jesse. Oh. I know the answer. You <laughs> cry. You're, cries, You're too. crying right now. I
2: cry all the time, <laughs> Jesse. I'm sure you cry. I'm in a
0: movie. Ugh, I'm trying to honestly like when I was a kid, Feifel goes west.
4: Oh, oh for Dude. sure. That was oh, too much for for a kid to handle. Handle. but I was
0: like seven, maybe. Oh, we- and transform the the cartoon Transformers when Optim spoiler alert, when <laughs> Optimus Prime died, I'm pretty sure I cried
2: at that. But I I don't know if I've cried anymore.
3: Manchester by the sea. I just saw it.
2: Manchester by the Sea. Oh, good. My kids cried like crazy during that movie. You you (laughs) didn't (laughs) have (laughs) to (laughs) watch. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Can you fathom that? But yeah, those kids movies, those were rough. Uh, Both of the five old ones, somewhere somewhere out there was the song. But what was the first one? Uh, an, an American, American tale. tale that like yeah. tapped into some real fear. Dude, when, like, yeah, when like he got swept away, and uh, like I, I could be without oh. my parents and live alone, and all my friends, and I have to look but at the moon. Honestly, it and was so
3: formative that 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 moment where he was separated and lost and alone and whatever, and he was looking up at the moon and singing the same Somewhere song. And Mom there. was singing, looking at the same moon. There was something I it was his sister, oddly that's
2: right comforting about that connectedness yeah. that like no matter how alone you are how far apart you are it helps to know we're looking at the same bright star right and when the night wind starts to sing right. alone no, t- if, if, right. if you wrap that it's almost it. the exact same thing <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that well, movie we, yeah. of course well, I mean you're 15 years younger than me yeah, I don't no, know. you're right Okay. <laughs> yeah. alright
3: well that'll do it for in case you missed it that's it we learned a lot didn't we we did <laughs> a lot of emotional catharsis <laughs> <laughs> speaking of emotional <laughs> catharsis stay tuned up next slices Sing day Daywave. The song is Something Here. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard DJ Khaled featuring Beyonce and Jay Z, probably for the first time ever on the Relevant podcast.
0: It's their new single. Uh, the song is called Shining. Okay, it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse? All right, well, this is interesting and terrifying at the same time. That's, in my opinion, what makes for a good slice. Uh, <laughs> we are one step closer to telepathy. The ability to communicate using only the power of your mind. Uh, so, researchers at MIT have created this robot, and they call the robot Baxter. And they've made it, like, weirdly human-like, uh, but it's essentially a way to, like, perform experiments with communicating uh, with a device using only your brain power. So, basically, here's what they did. They created this, this like, robot dude named Baxter that has, like, two arms, and it has, like, a little Etch-A-Sketch iPad looking screen for its face, and you Uh, could see its facial expressions that they've programmed into it. So they're testing the ability for a person to put on this helmet with all these like electrodes and stuff that uh, measures like brain signals and they will send signals to Baxter to let the robot know if it's doing something right or wrong. So basically, they had they had two containers. One container said paint, uh, and the other said wire, and they had him pick up either a can of spray paint or, like, a spool of wire, and he would hold it over the container, and if he was, like, holding the, the wire over the paint container, the person the, who was controlling him would think, like, Baxter, you're doing something wrong. Baxter's face would turn to a frown and then he would put it in the correct container so unlike some other uh like controls with robots this isn't looking at like this isn't using visual sensors to like look at the person's like facial expressions this is shaming the robots with thoughts (laughs) Like literally, they're casting shame just by thinking about how wrong the robot is. So this is like the, uh, you know, a pretty groundbreaking innovation, but they say it's only like the, the, the first in a bunch of things we might be able to do with like brain power soon. They think that it's not that far off to think that you could maybe even fly a plane just by thinking about it.
2: What? Why did they go immediately to flying a plane? Why does that have to be the next example? Why well, couldn't it have been just something like.
0: Well, so basically, any oh,
2: I mean, any robotic uh, electrical yeah, right. thing you I could want, control. I want a robot to go get me a Diet Coke. That'd be fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. You just <laughs> have to think about it like, hmm. Great. Right. I'm sitting there watching Netflix and I think, oh, I sure would like a sandwich. Right? Uh, I mean, my just my, just my all only sudden thing is like, how how is no me a sandwich?
0: robot knows when to stop like, reading that is your terrifying. thoughts. Like, if I, like, let's say, what it, happens you, if you have a dream? You're thinking about, like, robot, go grab me a What if you fall asleep watching
3: your movie and you're dreaming? about you know president lincoln getting shot and now the robot goes and gets a gun right it's polishing after lincoln and you wake up and you wake up and linwell miranda's been
0: killed yeah and you have the blood of a lincoln impersonator on your hands (laughs) (laughs) no seriously (laughs) it's all fun and games yeah that is i think you just take the hat
2: off it's when they implant it in your head that we got a problem yeah yeah so so, but what if you fall asleep with the hat on i mean it's comfortable it's a a really comfortable hat yeah, yeah to get like I mean, a head massage my all the time knows when I'm sleeping, maybe the <laughs> robot would know
0: mm. the 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 crazy thing is like it's it, you know they that this actually like the the brain signals go faster than someone could even speak so like this is like a more efficient way to like communicate like let's say with like uh what cameron you have like what's the amazon uh thing i always forget their names alexa right oh alexa yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like you have to speak to alexa these they say that this would read the signal (laughs) faster because your your mind has to like formulate what it wants to say. It like knows right. you want Alexa to do
2: something, but then you have to form the thoughts. So all of a sudden she's just saying the weather and you feel oddly satisfied. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or
3: like you're in the mood to hear Miles Davis while you're cooking your HelloFresh box and Miles Davis music just starts playing. Dude. Yeah. I'm
2: totally into that.
4: I'm glad really? you're all are pulling out the positive things because this sounds terrifying. to sounds terrifying. To me. Yeah. yeah,
2: I think it'd be <laughs> interesting. I'm still back on the it making me a sandwich thing. <laughs> Flying an airplane? No, thank you. Yeah, Fly- Driving a car? No. Something so about so your vision tasks. for
3: robotic futures is essentially the Jetsons. It's you want to a- Rosie the robot? I do. Yeah. yeah.
2: Make yeah. the bed. See, well, do my laundry and dishes. Mm-hmm. Essentially, that that's what I That would be cool. I like, oh,
4: I'm so tired. Like, I don't want to clean the house. And yeah. then you open your eyes and bam.
2: Right. Up and I know. feel like, I feel like, I'm
0: always thinking about food, so my that would be the primary task of my robot. I, I would literally just close my eyes and soon. oh, meatball sub. I was literally just thinking about that. Thank you, Baxter. <laughs> Fresh baked cookies, thank you. Another meatball sub, how did you know? How did you know? That's like going to Magic Games. Uh, it's like a precog. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Like, I could, they're like, you know, this thing can fly a plane somewhere. And it's like, yeah, but... Man, I could use a salami sandwich right
2: now. Gosh. You think this thing knows how to use a panini press? Because if I got to choose, I'm definitely going panini over flying a plane like that is an amazing thing to be able to do that's crazy the future is now jesse <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so anyway they're working on this right now and they, it's functioning at mit right now a lot of the functionality is relatively binary so it's either you got it wrong or you got it right but they're they're establishing right. like the maps of areas of the brain so that it will be able to like communicate in a more sophisticated means so it's only a matter of time before we're i think that the, the robot minds.
3: labs at mit would have some crazy stuff going down that we don't know about.
2: Uh,
0: you know,
3: oh, totally
2: <laughs> like, Oh yeah.
3: Cause can, like can that I, video that we showed, we put on the website last week about a robot that runs around with legs
2: yeah and mm-hmm. yeah. Then it
4: jumps and
3: runs and it looks like a
4: cheetah. It's probably like half the students there. My
3: favorite,
2: favorite video ever, I think is there's one of, the, they did that except it was like they would, their job was to try to knock it down. And so yeah. this thing is just running up to them and they are just beating it <laughs> and it's falling down to the ground and it kind of like scrambles and then it's like back up on its feet. It's and like
0: it's- you feel a little bad because it's like there's no situation where you're allowed to just run up beside a dog and just kick it while it's running. <laughs> That's just a horrible human being thing to do.
1: But right. if it's like
0: a robot dog that looks uh, like it looks a lot like a robot but your job like they, your job in the lab is like hey dude your, your thing is you have to just go <laughs> kick them as hard as you can and try to knock them over. Even if it's like what are those robots it's like it looks like a dude. It looks like some kind of like yeah. you know, it's shape. It has arms and legs. It's got like weird little screen eyes. And your job is just to go like office linebacker style and just tackle it while right. it's not looking.
2: As it's saying yeah. out loud, like no, 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 please don't. Like, no, like, I,
0: I want to yeah. learn to love, and you just come out of nowhere, just <laughs> clothesline that guy. You got to behind. overcome
2: those objections and beat it <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> it may have laser beams on. You don't know. We have to learn. <laughs>
3: All right, what do you have, Chelsea? <laughs> wow, what a fascinating place that was.
0: And then you uh, shame it with your thoughts too, as uh, it's laying there and I can't get up.
3: I, I still, I mean, we really are on a slippery slope toward the Terminator too. Yeah, I mean, there really oh, yeah. is no, no I... way that this isn't going to happen one day, where the Excuse robots
2: me. that liquid metal police officers. Yeah, I mean, there's.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, definitely happening. All right, what do you have, Chelsea? Uh,
4: Australia is testing out female pedestrian crossing lights in a push for gender equality. Uh, The Guardian reported that 10 street crossing lights in the center of Melbourne, Australia will be fitted out with female figures as a 12-month trial to reduce unconscious bias. Uh, The initiative is being spearheaded by the the Committee of Melbourne and their chief executive, Martine Letts, told ABC, the idea is to install traffic lights with female representation as well as male representation to help reduce unconscious bias. It's a practical and meaningful way to demonstrate The fact that 50% of our population is female. I don't know how they'll measure whether or not female traffic lights are affecting our Uh. unconscious bias at the end of this 12 months. But it is interesting to let a female figure represent something that's gender neutral when typically men do. I don't know how. It, I thought
2: they were gender neutral. Those things. I didn't know it was well, a boy well, or a girl. Well,
0: well, but typically, like if you look, they the crosswalk figures are the same ones you see like on a restroom, right? You know, basically. Oh yeah. And so, like the the female one, typically in like sign form, has like the a like, little the, dress, the dress. And so, you know, I think when it comes to like unconscious bias, the fact that they're using the same signal for like a men's room Mm -hmm. as they are for every crosswalk. I think that's the argument they're making that, you know, somehow there's like this gender superiority because we're using that signal, Mm -hmm. even though like if you saw the, the lit up. A crossing signal of like the woman figure, it it would serve the exact same purpose. But they're all the male figure for some reason. I was in D.C. and there was a crosswalk right by the
3: Smithsonian, and it was a full family. It was like a dad and a wife and a little kid, and they were all dressed in real, like real clothes. And like one of them was carrying a shopping bag, (laughs) and it was like a yellow and black crosswalk sign. I took a picture of it. It was bizarre. Uh, Cohen and I were very confused by it.
4: Have you guys taken those uh, implicit bias tests? Yet Harvard we're, just started putting them out.
0: I, I am an MIT guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, you know. I did one, but I did all of my thoughts, and it didn't register my. Yeah, I I it. My I, robot it, it, it. it just showed me pictures of meatball subs the entire time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: time. I'm pretty
2: deep in an experiment where I uh, beat on uh, robot dogs pretty hard. So <laughs> <laughs> i
1: haven't really a <laughs> Eddie is the Michael
2: Vick of robot of the robot <laughs>
0: oh. dog. <laughs> too soon. Well, too soon. you were too saying soon.
4: when you're done with that, <laughs> um, Harvard has these implicit bias tests that go so quickly it measures your thoughts before you can really think about how you would want to think you perceive things. And they have them on everything from like race, gender, uh any just a bunch of different things where people have maybe prejudices that they don't Mm -hmm. that they're not aware of.
3: Or that they won't admit. Right. Yeah. 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 Well
4: I had some that I wasn't aware of. I took one based on gender and I was like, my like I don't know. I, I think that women are just as capable as men at things, and apparently I don't think that because in my test I don't want to give away anything. I would
2: like you to. There
4: was a part of mine it. where uh I believed that men were more capable at things uh regarding math and science than women were. Raised oh, that
2: is infuriating. I
4: know, and I would never I don't how think dare, how dare
2: you, Chelsea? I don't
4: think that I think that, but this it like asks you things so quickly that you just kind of have yeah. to
2: not only are women better at it, but my five-year-old daughter is pretty close to just completely smoking me in the math department. <laughs> so it's not just women and men. It's I thought you were going to say children. she was
3: pretty close to smoking. I was like, that's terrible. <laughs> she Get her in school.
2: <laughs> no, that has actually been a really hard hard. First off, that's part terrible. Of
0: Dude, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, my sweet angel.
4: Yeah. But that's, I mean, yeah. So unconscious. Wait, so bias... I, we can
2: go
3: to
4: uh, Harvard's website and take it? It's implicit.harvard.edu slash implicit slash edu Test, slash
2: harvard. Just Google Harvard and pencil <laughs> it by itself. It's the yeah. longest URL <laughs> <laughs> ever. Yeah, Google it. It's up there. I, I'm it's biased worth it. against
0: complicated URLs. I'll so tell you that right now. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. typing it. I'm like the slash edu <laughs> slash meatball sub. Darn it, <laughs> darn, darn it. Chelsea
2: slash what's going on? Biz. Black slash. slash I'm confused. Word slash All right, what do you have, Eddie? <laughs> you Um, I have a different slice than I thought I was about to bring, but this is the one that I actually sent Jesse. So let's do this. Okay. Um, you're a millennial. I mean, I guess we're all, I'm uh, essentially a millennial, but I've had a job since I was 14. So I'm not a millennial, but you are square in it. Wow. Don't shade there, man. What's wrong with it?
3: He's saying, saying that he's not a real millennial because he's had a job and a responsible life.
2: That's right. What's <laughs> <laughs> throwing What's throwing shade? Everybody's moving to Nashville and just thinking about stuff. Um, <laughs> so spending their I entire at
3: coffee shops. How is it? What? Yeah. Yeah.
2: What is how this? do you make money? Are you, are you contributing to Social Security? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do about? Yeah, retirement? you sound you sound like a real, you sound like a millennial <laughs>
0: everyone to hang out. Hey, yeah, how much have you contributed? So, are you paying your fair share? Yeah. yeah that's, that's, <laughs> 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 um, you know, MIT <laughs> runs on government grants here, and they're creating telepathic robots. How are you contributing to that, sir? Yeah, it's a real fun.
2: Real fun, dude. Um, So a few schools, one of which being a school in North Bend, Oregon, but a few schools around the country have started to offer classes for millennials. The class is called Adulting 101, basic how-tos for ages 16 to 25. They will teach things in the class like, and Chelsea, I'd like you to be real honest about what in this class you would need to learn. Happily. Happily. Um, how to fold sheets? How
3: you can fold sheets. <laughs> well, hold on. What about the scrunchy ones? Yeah, like
2: they're last are unfoldable.
3: A Trick question. I watched a YouTube tutorial on how to fold
1: Cameron a can fitted take this sheet. Class. <laughs>
2: yeah, I saw it on Martha Stewart one time.
3: Did you really? Mm-hmm. It, I don't do it. I kind of get it, sort of square and just smush it down. And, <laughs> but my but my my flat sheet is perfection. Oh, it is.
0: And I use you just that, lay that on top And I top. put it on top of it and then put it in the linen closet. Yeah. Like, you, know how you, you know how you fold a fitted sheet, you ball it up and just jam it as deep into the corner of the closet. Because as it doesn't possible. matter because it doesn't it's matter. always covered it's, by other stuff. Yeah, and it's gonna get yeah. stretched out anyway. It's like
2: ironing yeah. your undershirt. It's like what? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. But no, I mean, we're good. Okay.
0: You're a serial killer if you do that. Okay. I got news for you. Do you, you. know That's how to change a tire?
4: uh in theory i could like describe to someone how to do it but i've never had to that's a hard no
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) like i can describe Um, i can describe roughly how a car works but there's no way i could build
2: (laughs) you so you know how to cook dinner and i'm not talking about stealing the hello fresh box from us i'm saying Uh, in that case no i can't balance your budget
4: yes With the help of Mint.com. Yeah, me too.
2: (laughs) Um, So what actually sounds like basic life skills... Eddie,
0: define balance for me, please. (laughs) (laughs)
2: And and also budget. Just kind of walk me through those terms. Uh, So there are... What is a... I a serious question is, what is taxes?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Trying to
0: crack that nut. Yeah. I'll even contact someone about that. And,
2: yeah. um, so there are adulting classes and meetups for millennials navigating the transition to adulthood. While some would argue that this is just yet another form of coddling our millennial friends, others say that it's a positive, proactive approach to closing the knowledge gap. Um, and the people in the class have said, "You know what? I thought I was the only one that didn't know how to do this, but the classes are completely selling out because <laughs> people just don't know. Apparently, are missing something." Now, I think this is not the millennial fault because I feel you. like I was it just is on. I feel that. like it is incumbent upon me to teach even Lucy how right. to change a tire and balance a budget mm-hmm. and all this yeah. kind of stuff. So I feel you're saying like,
0: this isn't a millennial problem; it's a boomer problem.
2: So the end of my hot take is maybe they need parenting classes. You burned. <laughs> You understand. Well, here, this, is, this is. Did you guys take
0: home ec? Because I took home ec when I was like in like sixth grade, and they went over like a lot of this stuff. I didn't. I, didn't, I went
3: to a little tiny Christian school. We didn't mm-hmm. have all those fancy, you know, extra classes no, like you, that.
2: No, you were in one of two electives. You could either be in head of the household or uh, serving your husband. You got to go to one or the other. You had. And to it go was to based head of the on how you look.
0: Uh, you know, comparable to a crosswalk son. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: you definitely are a crosswalk
3: guy. If. But I, you know, this isn't even a millennial issue. Only, I mean, like, I didn't. I'm, I'm one year, a two years over millennial. I'm like in this weird tween. I'm not yeah. really X. I'm not really millennial. I'm weird. But I, I didn't know I, I, how to like change a tire or change oil in a car. So in college, like, mm-hmm. I got a job with Motor Pool. It, like we took care of the fleet of vehicles that yeah, the university yeah. owned, and like I like learned how like I wanted stuff. to do this stuff, right? And then like I didn't, I was never taught how to cook, I was never right. taught how to do any of that stuff, and it's like I felt just as like lost as anybody else does, you know?
2: Right? I feel like my job with Even Lou is like you know, understand God, be brave, understand their inherent worth, all that good stuff, but also <laughs> when they say goodbye they should be able to fully live on their own. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. and and it's real general stuff. They're going to have to learn some of it. Like we don't have to cover mortgages right away. They got 10 years (laughs) before they do that. But like, I mean, I feel like it's a parent's job, boy or girl. But but, but but here, but
0: here's okay. But I'm gonna like counter that a little because like at some point there was like a generation would be like, you know, th- these kids coming up, they can't even start a fire with uh, without matches, you know, like right. or they can't even they can't even snare a rabbit or skin <laughs> it or whatever. At some point, it's like you know what, dude, I have a cell phone. And if I, if I get a flat tire, I can call AAA. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Like, there are, but like, our generation doesn't necessarily need to have all of those skills that you know, our parents do, some of them are practical. It's like, look, I'm not saying you shouldn't know how to change a tire, but at the same time, look, man, it's a different world than it was back, you know, even a generation ago where I I don't, I don't have to learn to cook, you know, like Mm. if I want to eat out or have stuff delivered to me, there's technology that can do that. As long as I can earn an income to pay for it, I don't see what the big deal is, you Mm. know?
2: Mm-hmm. I agree that maybe the lessons change, but I think generally, well, and I also think that some of them are just like like the uh, the folding a sheet one. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, who cares. But there are some things like I like I the think balance. laundry
4: and cooking are like things yeah. every person should know how to
2: every do. Every <laughs> person should know, right? Yeah. And, and how to clean properly, like clean a home and, you know, like yeah. generally manage your money. Yeah.
1: Right? Like <laughs>
3: these are all things that I'll tell you one of the most adult moments where I was like nervous cuz i didn't really know how to do it was the first time i had to write a check oh like, yeah like nobody showed me how to it's write a check they gave me a checkbook <laughs> and i'm like somebody's sitting <laughs> there watching me fill it out for them and i'm like i
0: don't, uh, or
2: like 1000 i never watched 000? my mom
0: write checks i don't know right yeah. I, I always, it's always weird. you know be, and like i rarely i so rarely have to write checks for stuff these days you know like right. just because these pest control yeah but but at this every time I write a check I th- I there's th- three thoughts go through my head when I'm so- when I'm writing a check is one I have terrible penmanship like I don't even know when the last time I wrote my own name was yeah. like this is barely read like my mind I don't feel like is communicating properly with my hand at this point right. you're
2: just you're just holding you don't even know how to hold the pen you're holding it like one of those yeah big it's fat like fat crayons. I, am I
0: even right handed I don't I can't remember I think so yeah. this feels more natural but it sure looks like I wrote it with left handed right. and then like i always i never know what the date is uh, because it's like why else do i need to know that you know i have a computer and a phone that i'm on all the time and two i'm always like i can't remember do i sign i sign the front (laughs) of this thing right like if i get it i sign the back i i know the answer but every time i have the same panic attack when it's time to write a check i've never signed the back of a check like like i just
3: put it in the atm deposit and it takes it i don't think you're supposed to i think you're supposed to if you get one yeah you sign
4: the back
2: I've never done that. Well, the I money's mean, always
3: ended up in the account. A bank
2: checks See, you nobody know told me this. <laughs> so, you know, exactly, thing, you know, I know exactly. Because exactly, you can take man. a picture of the front of your check and, like, s- upload it to your bank. Up oh. to a, a pretty okay, low here, dollar Okay, here's, well, here's another like, come one come on, that I noticed. Okay,
0: here's another baffling... Because I learned this... I think I learned this in Home Act, too. Like, when I took it back, at, you know... Can like, you make minutes, a like They had, like, a check-writing thing. <laughs> and they said that you should write out in cursive on the line, like, how much the check is for... And, and do like and so many cents, and then like write a line, so mm. no like nefarious yeah. pest control guy yeah. could like write could match your cursive yeah. and somehow write in more money there, but the thing is like these days it's already it says dollars on there, like you can't even write a check for like a you know a, a specific cent amount because it says it completes the sentence for you It you says what dollars I, you know do? throughout the whole home excess I put
3: the fraction I do the mm-hmm. no over mm-hmm. one hundred I do that yeah. Yeah. and, and yeah. so absolutely. Yeah.
2: That's a great, a great thing. They teach that probably in the class. Zero, zero, probably. Okay, probably, yeah. I think it's yeah. a good course. I hey, love- your home ec course, public school. Yeah. Yep. Did y'all cook?
0: Uh, we did like we we did like a cooking demonstration. Okay. Right? But we didn't all like cook our own meals. I remember. That's did, <laughs> I never. Nobody ever taught me how to cook no, we we don't had, I mean, like, and, and you know me what? Neither. They switch it up. So, like sometimes it w- it was like household stuff, and then you move to like a shop class for a couple of weeks, and you oh, build now, like a house. Hmm. And then we use sewing machines, and I made a wicked tote bag too. There you Ooh. go. See, I don't I know how to sew. I, me neither. I, I would always, like to know how to sew. I'd, I've like to want... so uh, I to I'd like to
3: hem my own pants. I'm so cheap. Uh, I don't want to go somewhere. I'd like to learn how to sew. I'd like to fashion myself a nice late. shirt. YouTube videos.
0: They had these sewing. I specifically remember they gave us like a bag of fabric and like straps and stuff, and you had to make it into a tote bag. But they were really cool sewing machines because you used like the foot pedal, like mm, you see like mm-hmm. sewing machines in the movie. And like the, 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 the further, the harder you press it, the faster the needle goes. And they didn't want you going too fast because it messes up the needles and the sewing machine and mm. like your tote bag. I got two speeding tickets in that class for sewing too fast and my tote bag looked awful. <gasps>
2: I got the
1: experience.
2: <laughs> I like these adulting classes. I think it's a good mm-hmm. idea. But I'm I'm sad that, that, that people have to take it. I mean, why not better yourself? I'm all about continuing education.
3: Yeah, I do think, though, I mean, there's, like, this generation has tools available that others didn't in the sense that, like, you can go on YouTube and watch
2: it. You can yeah. learn how to do anything watching YouTube tutorials. Right, like, we don't have to learn how to use a map anymore. There's 12 satellites pointing at us anywhere on the globe. (laughs) You're done. You're fine. You don't need to know North. You don't even need to know Cardinal directions. Just be able to type in, you know, Burrito world, and then off, off you go. Why couldn't well, I like, set a real restaurant? Like, dude, you, know,
0: you, you, you could never survive in the wild. I'm like, so what, dude? I'm never going to be in the wild by myself. Like, I'm never without my foot. What scenario am I lost in the wild? I don't even go. I don't even know where the closest forest is. Like Unless I have the gift That's of discernment. not a concern
2: of mine. Yeah, I feel like I, because of my gift of discernment, I could kind of feel my way out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably heading the right way.
0: Yeah, I, I could probably call someone and be like hey dude I'm lost in the forest I'll put a pin exactly where I am yeah. send someone to come get me I
2: don't know
3: I think a lot of those hiking trails in Colorado and stuff like that people legitimately get lost I mean like yeah.
0: you know and yeah, like,
2: but that's when you realize oh I'm about to go on a hiking trail learn how to use a map
1: Okay, you're right. Well, wait. So and, me, and, and, and Cameron, here's the other
0: thing, yeah. man. You know who gets lost on those hiking trails? Answer. People who think they can survive in the wild. Like exactly. anyone <laughs> you ever read about was like, oh, this person was an avid outdoorsman that uh, you know spent you know years uh, you know traversing the, the these trails, and they get a little cocky out there. If you don't have the knowledge in the first place, you're not
2: hiking out there.
0: So <laughs> I'm safer than they are because I don't have a false confidence that I can survive out there.
2: <laughs> Oddly, everything Jesse just said is in a beautiful painted mirror inside of our lost in the woods room in our bed and breakfast <laughs> that whole thing that whole thing is just up on the wall and then there's just pictures of people that never for survival never, <laughs> never learn anything it's like, about nature is in, memoriam? in memoriam. in memoriam yeah, and you yeah. can you can stay in there and you can also there's you can learn how to use a map in there too. he mm-hmm.
0: ate poison berries 45 minutes into being lost right like, that's how desperate he was
2: yeah. yeah and he had google he could have just taken a quick picture <laughs> he, and he had snacks yeah <laughs> he just, <laughs> <laughs> right he had 15 dozen kind bars in a backpack he could <laughs> have figured it out. He just out. said
0: he was kind of tired of them. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was so over them. Uh, so I ate poison.
0: All right. Well, that'll do it for slices. Uh, I hope
2: you like that, Jenny
3: Yang. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Up next, the substance of the show. Matt Chandler.
2: My you shook. There you go, Okay, talking, 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 no clue. Yeah.
1: I'll kill her with words uh, When her friends start repeating The kills of the words
4: uh, I tell her to be My babies and books
2: uh, My babies in songs now My baby, you should
3: You're listening to Alan Raymond. The song is 13. Well, this week's feature interview is brought to you by Warby Parker. Warby was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point prescription eyewear shouldn't cost you more than a plane ticket or a new phone by circumventing traditional channels and engaging with customers directly through their site and retail stores warby parker is able to provide high quality good looking prescription eyewear at a fraction of the price uh, the Warby Parker aesthetic is vintage inspired with a contemporary twist. Every pair is custom fit with anti-reflective polycarbonate prescription lenses. Yes, they are. And available exclusively through Warby Parker's site and retail stores, glasses start at just 95 bucks, including the prescription lenses. And this is the best part of Warby. Not only are they cool and affordable, but for every pair that you buy, Warby gives sight to somebody in need. Almost a billion people worldwide lack access to glasses and uh, Warby She's Parker yeah, partners with nonprofits like like yeah. VisionSpring to ensure that for every pair of glasses sold, a pair is distributed uh, to someone in need. Really cool.
2: Literally love Warby Parker. Can't speak highly enough of
3: it. Yeah, them. they're amazing. Literally, people come to me like after after church on Sunday. A guy was like, "Hey, um, a friend. He's like, I'm thinking about getting new glasses. I'm going to do the Warby try on. Do you, like I'm like some yeah. sort of
2: like Warby right. Parker
3: advocate now. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: I, I'm at this point. I'm like, where else would you get glasses? What are you going to go to a, like a store?
3: you're you're standing
2: there in this like (laughs) terrible awful vision store and it's just like dumb
3: Well, for people who don't know Warby, buying experience, uh, with, how do you know what looks good on your head? Well, Warby Parker uh, makes gl- buying glasses online easy and risk-free. Yes. Their home try-on program allows you to mm-hmm. order five pairs of glasses shipped directly to your door uh, where you can try them on in the comfort of your own home and get feedback from friends and social media. Uh, and then you can have them for five days, feel them out, and then you can send them back using a prepaid free return shipping label with no obligation to purchase. 100% free. And if you've if you've been blessed with perfect vision, you know, unlike most of us on the podcast other than Chelsea. Uh, Warby also, it's coming up to be bright and you know, winter's leaving us, summer, spring. Might need some new sunglasses. Mm. Warby has sunglasses too. They start at just $95 including polarized lenses. They are available with a prescription or without. So, there you go.
2: And you can also, they have a new feature called random prescription mm-hmm. where they'll just put in God knows what? And you can just see how it suits Call you a
3: prescription roulette.
2: <laughs> try them on at your house. They, just, re- they don't have that option. No, I just want to be real cool. They're a really great sponsor.
3: I uh, head to warbyparker.com slash relevant to order your free home. Try ons today. Choose the five frames you want to try on mail the frames back. Choose your favorite pair to have your prescription added and an order. Warby Parker makes your experience completely risk-free and free shipping all around. Visit warbyparker.com slash relevant to w- your free home try-on experience. Today. I
2: wish I remembered which frames I had, and you could tell us what I frames. think I'm going to get some new sunglasses. I have the I Haskell. Sunglasses. You have Porter the Shaw. Haskell? Mm-hmm. I forget what mine are, because I thought all of our relevant listeners, we could all have the same sunglasses. That would be great. So they either bought the Chandlers or the Eddies. <laughs> the Chandlers or the Eddies. The Coens. <laughs> Cohen oh, okay. Cohen yeah, Coen is very, very cool. handsome. Yeah. I want to get black glasses. Really? I'm changing my look. You,
3: don't th- you would kind of look like the Hamburglar. <laughs> You'd have to have like a raccoon kind of black stripe around I your eyeballs.
2: But I have a whole I have a whole vision. We'll talk to you about it later. Really? What's do, your vision? I do you want, I want, Different I want glasses, cool bono
0: style yellow lenses? So no one can really tell what I'm
2: looking at. <laughs> yes. I just want old, old, old fashioned looking glasses.
0: Like like what do you mean? Like or how like old? Or me, like military issue like in the movies? Yes. Or are you talking like, like Matlock? How, but how
2: Warby Parker <laughs> would do it. So they're like cool and vintagey looking, but they don't look like antiques. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm, I want. I just want some more timeless frames. Is what I'm getting at. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want frames that when I look back at the picture of myself from right now, mm-hmm. I would never think like, "Oh, those were kind of of the moment."
3: I I uh, mm. I, I like lighter and clear frames. Yes. I've gotten past. I've like, i like. I have a lot of dark, black or dark brown mm-hmm. stuff, and mm-hmm. I've like. I found myself just wearing my kind of clear, clearish frames a lot. Interesting. Yeah.
2: I'll let you guys know what I have picked but we're we're about to make a big change. Really? Wow. Just, it's glasses only. And growing my hair
3: out. Growing your hair out?
2: No, that's a lie. I could never. (laughs) Can you imagine?
3: Matt Chandler is the lead pastor of teaching at the Village Church in Flower Mound, Texas, and is the president of the Acts 29 Network. He's uh, authored a number of books, including Creature of the Word and the Explicit Gospel. But recently, we saw a video that he did teaching on Lent and why their church uh, is embracing Lent. Since we're in the Lent season, we figure who better to talk to? about Lent and how we can embrace it in our own lives. Here is part of our conversation with Matt Chandler.
0: Lent is one of those topics I I feel like, especially among a lot of our readers and maybe even, I don't want to stereotype like, evangelicals are generalized too much, but I feel like it's something that, um, you know, is really worth exploring for people who didn't really grow up in, like, liturgical traditions.
5: Oh, well, I totally agree. I mean, obviously agree. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, w- w- why do you think that is? Why do you think so many evangelicals tend not to practice Lent?
5: You know, I, it's hard to kind of narrow it down to— um, one thing, I think, depending on where you are in the country, those, those reasons can vary. I know what I've come across um here in the, the Dallas area with the people I've talked to is that, one, there's just nobody really understands what it is. Uh, or, secondly, they they chalk it up to something Catholics do and Protestants mm-hmm. don't.
0: What, what what are some of the misconceptions? Because you say you know maybe they don't know what it is. So what are some of those like misconceptions that they so, maybe so have again, I, about I
5: it? think they know so little about what it is, except maybe from a Catholic friend back in high school or some understanding in college of Fat Tuesday uh, or seeing a friend with the ashes on their head. Uh, on Ash Wednesday, so so there hasn't really. I think by and large, evangelicals um, don't understand or appreciate the church calendar, um, and and really an understanding that throughout uh, throughout scripture and throughout human history, God's used feast, fast, and festivals to shape His people, uh, and and so I think for evangelicals, um, the, the idea is, hey, read your Bible. Um, pray a little bit, and you, you, you're going to be fully formed. But but I just think that's a real kind of a anemic view of things. So, although I certainly wouldn't want to take anything away from the sufficiency of the scriptures, uh, I just think that the scriptures kind of teach about these seasons and rhythms that we should give ourselves over to.
0: Just for a little context for people who, you know, have a very surface level understanding of Lent, can you describe what what the season of Lent is and how traditionally a lot of Christians have used it as a time for a really specific spiritual exercise?
5: So, so Lent is the 40 days leading up to Easter weekend, and so those 40 days have historically been used by the Church to take and to fast from one thing or um, something per week, depending on how you approach it, I've seen it done um, multiple ways. And it's a way of trying to orient or reorient the heart uh, around the coming uh, of Christ's death and resurrection so that so that, that you can, like Jesus turning his face towards Jerusalem, if I'm thinking of the Gospel of Luke, uh, that we begin to turn our face towards uh, maybe Monday, Thursday or Good Friday and on into Easter weekend where there's been this kind of reorienting of our hearts around the reality that Christ has died for our sins and he resurrected from the grave uh, as evidence that all of our sin has been fully, freely, and forever paid for in um, his life death and resurrection.
0: Now, I, I, I not to overgeneralize, but I, I grew up in a tradition where some of these outward spiritual exercises were sort of rejected because they didn't want to come across as like pious or overly spiritual sure. or legalistic. But when it comes to something like that, Lent, how why is this sort of overcorrection an incorrect posture to take?
5: Well, because I think that any spiritual discipline can be taken and emptied uh, of its purpose of connecting us in a very real sense, um, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. Um, to um, our God. And and so I, I think that if you're doing Lent to where it really is a public display of your own piety, then I think you're doing Lent incorrectly. I think Jesus' Jesus's encouragement to when you fast, right, you, you put oil on, you wash your face, you look bright, because we're not trying to contort or distort our bodies. We're just trying to reorient our souls. And so any literally any of the spiritual disciplines can be made to be empty and rote and can you you can say oh man they're they're just trying to look a certain way but man at that point you're beginning to judge the person's heart and and man i'm just going to try to be real careful uh, of not giving my brothers and sisters the benefit of the doubt
0: you mentioned reorienting ourselves, you know, especially in um, leading up to Christ, how we recognize Christ, uh, crucifixion, resurrection. What is it specifically about Lent that represents something about the nature of the resurrection and the crucifixion and the nature of Christ that we can learn from practicing it?
5: Well, part of what you're doing in Lent is you're giving up something um, that's desirous of, you know, in your heart so so that you might kind of, in, in a very real way, begin to get your mind around Christ giving up His life for us. And so it's such a small thing, but I think it can be such a profound thing, like fasting itself. Um, as we feel hunger in our bellies, our hearts are reminded that we have a greater hunger, and, and we take those moments of breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever, and, and we use that moment to, to cry out, much like David does in the Psalms, for uh, the Lord to be our portion, for um, a desire to, to seek Him and know Him like a deer pants for water, uh, to have a soul that longs for Him and hungers for Him. And so um, Lent is um, that process, the 40 days leading up to um, Easter morning
0: so, so one of the things that the principles that is built on it is is the idea of fasting, and you mentioned yeah. that that. That helps kind of reorient us because we're constantly reminded of like a need uh, for something, not just physically, but also spiritually. But that also seems, and this could just be my perception, that, that but it seems like fasting isn't something that we frequently hear about. Do you think that fasting is something that Christians could benefit from, not just in Lent, but incorporating more into their regular part of their spiritual lives?
5: I, I certainly believe so, um, and, and we've taught that way at the village for years, and, and and not fasting so that we might get God to do something for us, although I, I think there is some merit to that. Uh, I think that um, weaving into kind of your rule of life or rhythm of life, regular seasons of fasting to remind you um, in, in, a, in a deeper way of uh, wanting a greater longing and zeal for the Lord. Um, is just a good thing to weave into your life. And so, um, you know, we, we kind of operate with an understand kind of rule of life. What, what are the, like, what do you, when you think about y- your pursuit of Christ and you think about that um, annually and you think about it monthly and you think about it weekly and you think about it daily, what does it look like for you to be very serious about making Christ your treasure and longing to understand and grow in a knowledge of Him? rooted in the scriptures that leads to greater worshipness, worship um, that leads to a greater hunger for him, that leads to greater worship, that leads for greater hunger to him, that leads to worship. Um, and so to get into that cycle, what do I want to do um, annually? So I, if I think of my own life and the rhythms we try to establish here at the village, um, and we do Advent here at the village, we um, lay before our people the opportunity to do Lent. We do a Good Friday service. Uh, we have a block in January where we are um, prayerful around social issues. The social issues of our day that we think are significant, give ourselves over to worship and prayer around those things in the month of January. And and these are rhythms that we try to establish at the church. So those would be annual rhythms. And then there are monthly rhythms and weekly rhythms and then daily rhythms. And you can take that all the way down to hourly rhythms that we want to kind of weave into our lives to keep ever before us um, a desire to know and experience and love Jesus all the more.
3: That was Matt Chandler. Make sure to check out his latest book, Creature of the Word. You're listening to local natives it's a remix a classics remix of dark days okay everybody
2: here oh, you that's nice
3: <laughs> it's that time of year once again donning in the uh, the top hats get your best attire everybody's excited it is time for the 2017, the 7th
0: Annual Oscars.biz Awards. That's right. Coming to you live from Burbank, New Jersey. <laughs> it's actually, it's a street called Burbank, and we're in New Jersey
2: right now. <laughs> we got a lot of people uh, still voting, and I just want to say, get those votes in. Matt Stockton just sent us a picture. Did you see this? Mm-mm. Those are Matt and a bunch of coworkers all watching all of the uh, the Oscars.biz videos and voting. There's four people there. Yeah. And they work at some sort of design skateboard uh, uh, company.
3: Price Waterhouse Cooper staff right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We are so. And, and
0: I can say, Cameron, we are very, very honored to have a special sponsor this year. Would you like to introduce them? Uh, yeah, this year's Oscars.biz awards are powered by the
3: Marshalls Spice Isle. Ooh. Specifically, the Spice Isle. I love it. Right.
2: Who
0: knows I, when
2: those, how old those spices are?
0: I actually, uh, I this year I picked up in the goodie bag that the Marshall Spice aisle, uh, uh a a uh, um, irregular can of oregano oh. that originally 1997. I wrote a check for it for the exact amount, and uh, I got ill for a day and a half.
1: But oregano. Yes. oregano.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) But again, it was irregular, so uh, you're rolling the dice. But Spice Action, thank you.
4: Uh, Irregular, oregano. (laughs) Uh,
0: I would like to uh, make a little announcement
3: about this year's Oscars Awards. You know, um, uh, we announced on last week's podcast that on Friday we were going to have a live nomination event. Uh, Facebook Live event and and mm-hmm. and reveal all the nominees yeah. for this year's Oscars.biz Biz Awards. Uh, that did not happen because when we got in the studio to do it, um, Jesse yes. had previously the night before uh, made the Oscars Biz website huh. uh, powered by Squarespace um, <laughs> uh, this year. His uh, first year, I had not done it, and we got here to. Um, to do the nomination special, and Mm -hmm, nothing mm -hmm. worked right.
2: (laughs) Well, 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 let me just say, this is not a Squarespace issue. Not at all.
3: (laughs) And so, I had to redo the website on on Friday night, so we announced to everybody, uh, hey, it'll just be online voting this year. There's no Facebook Live special. Uh, I'll do it tonight when I get home. Well... I went to a magic game that night and then when I got home right. fired up the old Netflix put on some background music while I was going to work on the site Right, got it. Got watching The People versus OJ Simpson Oh, well, I'll tell you what that'll get you I'll tell you right? what I watched half of it on Friday night and yeah. half of it on Saturday night <laughs> totally forgot about the Oscars.biz St- website totally uh, woke up on Saturday morning and, and finally did it uh, and so I kept updating the splash page on the site saying check back it'll be up by midnight voting will be live and then I changed it to by Saturday morning <laughs> and, and then I changed it to, buy lunch on Saturday. Yeah, and then it was like, point. on Saturday. Right. And it finally did get up. So uh, all of well, you who are it clamoring. It's funny
0: you say that. I just received an email. Of the Spice section at Marshall's. The aisle has revoked their sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I've worked out a side deal with TJ Maxx uh, Electronics up by the cash <laughs> <store. laughs> So knock off earbuds. Uh, you know, some wireless stuff you didn't and know, know you needed. Clock. And a remote control car yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, are all <laughs> sponsored us this year. Thank you, TJ yeah, Max. No big deal. TJ Maxx.
5: You know
3: how you look at, at art and everybody kind of sees different things yeah. in the art? I <laughs> see. That's <laughs> kind of how Oscars.biz... Like we're
2: all standing about an inch away from an elephant. None of us know it's I, an elephant, but we yeah, all see yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, you
0: feel... You put yeah. your hand yeah. out, it's you like feel God.
2: something there. Yeah. This
0: is the internet's magic eye for <laughs> people understand. who can't Everything see it. Yeah. You just see you the cool pattern, you don't know what's under there. Yeah. Yeah. But you can still appreciate it.
3: Without any further ado, I think we should bring the people the mm-hmm. winners of this year's Oscars. Oscars.biz Awards. Uh, now, I will say this, caveat. Uh, there are nine categories this year. Two of them are a visual-only category. So you to experience those, you will need to go over to Oscars.biz and, and yep. see them for yourselves. We're not going to try to like paint an audio picture for you on the show, Great. but uh, all the rest of them are are clips that That's we can play, and, and so it, it works on uh, yeah. on the podcast. So. Uh,
0: yeah, so uh, thank you for that uh, introduction, Cameron. I'm proud to announce the first category in the 2017 Oscars.biz awards, brought to you by the electronics by the cash register at TJ Maxx, batteries not included. Best 80s Christian song brought back by the internet. And your nominees are The New Thang Kid. Little <laughs> <laughs> Eddie. You're always doing a
1: new thing. You're doing a new
0: thing. You're doing a new thing. You're
1: doing a new thing. Who's doing and doing you really it. need to be watching
3: the
0: uh, dance routine right now. Yo, He's wearing his little Zubaz pants and his Reebok pumps.
1: My God it's, it, is this
0: is literally a dance. breathless it's performance. It's he can barely <laughs> breathe. Yeah, okay, so a new thing, kid. Uh, uh. You know. <laughs> the workout video, <laughs> <laughs> Blesser Size Christian workout with Mary Chapin. Let's hear a clip from Bless her Size. <laughs> I believe Mary actually composed the music to us, as well as Donnie, the numerator.
1: Oh.
0: The great be thing about exercise, size guys, it's worship and exercise at the same time. 30 minutes, get your day going. It's a nice song. They are
3: jogging down. There's a group of friends jogging down the beach mm-hmm. as the title
0: graphics are rolling for pleasure oh size. I think that the next year's trapped in a cage is I have to do this workout routine every day P90X style and, and, <laughs> and, and then take like shirtless pictures to measure the impact. And if there's only way I can measure my soul, too, mm-hmm. that's only fair to Mary there. Yeah. Your, your next <laughs> is the experimental
3: church singer. Okay, this is, this is, interesting. it's a typical, like, you know, a special song service, they're taking the offering, a good old Pentecostal or Baptist church in the early 90s, the late 80s, and
1: he, he does, there he goes.
3: and he he starts singing in a child's voice about being fearfully and wonderfully made halfway the second verse of the song he does as a little kid like a cartoon
0: voice. That is terrifying. <laughs> I wonder how many oh, churches goodness. this guy played back in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> like was he just <laughs> making... like hey, hey, have you have you guys heard there's a guy that does a verse in a kid's voice? It's, it's super creepy. Uh, strangest thing I've
3: ever <laughs>
0: witnessed. And I witnessed it at Oscars.biz. That's right. I, I, That's right. Yeah. And finally, your your last nominee for 80s Christian video gloriously brought back by the internet, Bible rapping.
1: It's the rapping Bible. There was talk
2: everywhere. Then the man said, and the light was there. He said, I don't know. This is like Hamilton.
0: No it is. <laughs> I was going to say, right now, I wanted to say Lynn manuel Miranda, take Genesis. notes, sir. Mm, yeah.
5: Beginning of death, beginning of death. Finally, the good book is bad. And his word is nasty. Check it out. <laughs> and Gamora.
0: Everybody I can't tell in. watching this whether, <sighs> when, you know, when I was posting this, I, I was like, is was this ir- made ironically <laughs> or was this real? And I still don't know. That's part of the charm of Bible <laughs> rapping.
2: <laughs> Well, it was interesting. The voting went not as I expected. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I really thought... I saw people campaigning over this one. I thought like, that the, yeah. the Mary whatever, the dancing lady yeah. was going to win. Not bless her size. No, no. That, this is an upset. Bless her size, not even close. Um, are we ready to hear the winner? Uh, yeah. The winner was New Thing.
0: Yeah. New yeah. Thing! I think
2: it's because we did a pretty big expose a few years ago mm-hmm. and actually spoke to the New Thing kid as an adult. That's huh. true, uh, we did. He's a lawyer now. Really? A lawyer. Got a nice yeah. life carved out for himself he doesn't shy away from it but I think that because he <laughs> is such a friend of the show yeah. and um, So I you think, think it was kind of like he had an unfair advantage I just think that we know I, he's our heart and soul yeah. He mm. is in so many ways mm-hmm. what drives we this are, show We
0: are New Thank Kid Yeah, right. yeah. We yeah. Are, We're all New Thank Kid At are, some point we, are because we were all of him. him
2: Yeah Because
0: right. him. We weren't that creepy dude singing in the child's voice I'll tell you that first <laughs> <laughs> So congratulations to New thing New thing yeah.
2: Big yeah. That was a real This is, this is a big, big year
3: moment. for DC Talk Yeah Yeah, yeah. You know, they win (laughs) this.
2: They're going to have a cruise. I I (laughs) have a feeling
0: we haven't heard the last of from them on the (laughs) Oscars. I have a feeling we have not. Uh, Best slash worst Pokemon Go inspired church sign. As you guys remember, Pokemon Go was a big thing this year, guys. Mm. Uh, And a lot of these gyms that people would go to to find Pokemon were around churches. So, uh, as church sign writers do, they found an opportunity to crank out some pretty good puns. And your nominees are Naples Church of Christ. So, you found a Pokemon. Do you know the joy of finding Jesus? (laughs) Jeff made atheists on that one. Very solid. Oh, man. Uh, This is going to be a tie. One because I looked at what Kenwood Church of Christ did. <laughs> Pokemon Go is trying to tell you something. Sunday, nine thirty a.m. Wow, get you get some butts in the seats
2: yeah, there. That's yeah, that's a big one.
0: Yeah,
3: because because they by Pokemon Go putting the gym on the church property, the game's trying to tell you you should come here. I get it. Clearly,
1: clearly that was God yeah. putting that gym yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: St. John Lutheran Church and Child Daycare uh, in in Missouri. Okay, this one I feel like got a little edgy, and I feel like this is the clear favorite. <laughs> I don't know theologically if we can support this. Jesus died to catch them all. <laughs> I don't uh, even know uh, what that
1: uh, means. And the-
3: actually, it isn't in, in Missouri, Jesse. It's the Missouri Synod of the oh. uh, Lutheran Church. It's uh, the the sign was spotted in South Milwaukee. South Milwaukee. So the yeah. whole thing is confusing. <laughs> She's dying to catch them all. I, I'd but, like yeah. to
2: just take this moment, and I believe Actually, I bring this up yearly. That the entire Oscars.biz is just a romp through Jesse's life and brain. <laughs> it's no,
3: it's basically his browser cache. Yeah, let's just yeah. vote
2: on stuff that Jesse looked at today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, and it vexes me, but I'm still with you. So continue on one more in the category. There's a clear clear winner, by the yeah, way.
0: The, the First Baptist Church also had looking for Pokemon or Jesus. Mm. Both are
2: found here. Oh no. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Eddie. And the winner is. The winner is, by a long shot, St. John Lutheran Church. Jesus died to catch them all. Call the church, 4810520. <laughs> <laughs> Services on 9 and Thursday at 7 p.m. to bring the
0: kids I in. I wonder how many questions he got, even for people in the church be like, listen, A for effort, but that makes zero sense. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> right. It's made no sense. I think the other ones mm. kind of canceled each other out.
0: Yeah, you that's true. I mean? You're right. Yeah. This one stood out from the pack. Right. So, yeah.
2: congratulations. Good job. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, th- this one, uh, this one was obvious. Uh, uh, and and we, I guess we don't have to play. Uh, we'll p- just play clips from the two of the shorter ones because they are so recent memory. Uh, best award show mess up. Mm. Uh, first up was the big faux pas between Moonlight and La La Land. Y'all
3: saw that live, right? Y'all saw. Oh, yes, yeah. It was. Yes. It was. It, it was, was jarring. I loved yeah. it yeah I was like what <laughs> it's like yo, know, that moment you're like realizing you're watching a moment like you're yeah, watching TV yeah. history happen right now
0: I love TV that anything could happen I like to you think know, that uh, it was
3: what America felt in 1969 when they watched man set foot on the moon for the first time yeah probably you know, similar, we all are yeah. watching it and we right. know that this is something that I'll remember forever mm-hmm.
2: I just was at the Smithsonian last week and saw like V suits that stepped on the moon mm. it's ex- I, literally I was like am I watching the Oscars right now I'm like right <laughs> In this same moment, it's like a weird back and forth time continuum.
0: Uh, yeah, so that that one, that one's fresh in our minds, but uh, we don't have to go too far back uh, for Steve Harvey's mm. now legendary Miss Universe faux pas. Let's hear a clip. They're crowning, they're crowning her.
1: I have to apologize.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the best. Steve Harvey is the best. <laughs>
1: So first I first runner-up is Colombia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it! I never get old. That one never gets old.
4: Cameron is entranced, but right? <laughs> I've never—I've never seen,
0: I haven't seen
3: this. I saw the aftermath, but like I, this is my Scott's Tots. I can't handle this. <laughs> <It's> so, so <laughs> like, I'm like. <laughs> Uh, I, I had successfully avoided the awkwardness of that clip until this moment. It is terrible. Speaking <laughs> of awkwardness,
0: oh no! <laughs> the next nominee is John Travolta inter- <laughs> <laughs> introducing a name he cannot pronounce. Here's the clip.
5: Gorgeously empowering song "Let It Go" from the Oscar-winning animated movie Frozen. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, whose real name is what is the woman's real name? I Miranda
0: Linwell Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. Lin- 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 yeah. Yeah. But every part of his enunciation was awkward, Wicked- not just that his the, the pronunciation of the name he literally just made up. The wickedly talented. <laughs> He sounds like a robot trying to be John Travolta. It's very (laughs) strange. And finally, I won that again. It's so fresh in our mind. We don't have to hear the whole thing. But Adele circling back, canceling a song uh, midstream and starting over her, her tribute to George Michael. This is a close category.
2: Eddie, do we have a winner? We do. Are we ready? The winner is Steve Harvey messing up Miss Universe. Oh. Wow. Wow. I have to apologize. <laughs>
4: you handled that well.
2: Guys, I'm sorry. Yeah. I read the results wrong. The winner is John Travolta <laughs> doing <laughs> Adele. Yeah, see what you
1: did! Daddy, wow, That's
0: good
5: Adele. Design. i
0: like
2: you, that joke still
0: works yeah. at various points in the show because of that.
2: Yeah. Adele Dezim, the big winner. Wow. Congratulations! Okay, th- uh, I'm so th- sorry. this is
0: a more obscure category. This is like in the Oscars where they give like best sound editing. Okay. you know, it's not a clou- It's not really a crowd pleaser right. for a lot of people. Some people this is the highlight though. Hmm. You know, this one you got to yeah. get in there. This was my favorite joke on the internet. The What Idiot Award for best called it joke. Are you guys familiar with this joke format? Yes. Yes. This is my all-time favorite Twitter joke that was going around. <laughs> so these are these are several <laughs> jokes on the same format. Which one nailed it best? Okay. What idiot called it a vet. Instead of a dog term, <laughs> <laughs> dog term, dog term, classic, what you did classic. dog term. Classic. Did you do yeah, that one didn't win, but a good one nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert: What idiot called them jet skis instead of motorcycles? <laughs> um, what idiot called him Ale- Sorry, what idiot called him Alexander Graham Bell instead of The Lord of the Rings? Uh, okay. What? His idiot. Mom.
1: His mom is. Here.
0: Yeah, that's, a, that's the dad joke one. Uh, what idiot called this Scientology and not Cruise Control? Nailed. Oh, yeah. There uh, you uh, go. What idiot called it the toaster and not the
2: tanning bread? Uh, uh, such a good one. And the winner is. Uh, by long shot, Tanning Bread.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, well, that was, I was just... hoping
2: boater cycles. I Amen. mean, the
0: tanning bread is kind of a dark horse, though. Yeah, boating uh, doesn't
2: lie. That's just a real clever yeah. joke.
0: Uh, so... Uh, you know, this is the point of the show Where I want to direct people to go online uh, To view a tribute To our 2017 Oscars.biz Person of the year oh, So it's crazy. kind of like standing. the
3: in-memoriam segment With like soft music's
0: playing and, Exactly, and we do have an in-memoriam is coming yeah. But oh, this, is, yeah, that's true. this is like the Lifetime Achievement Award that's it. This is right. like what, w- like when Meryl Streep Stands up and waves mm-hmm. to everyone That's right, or Carol Channing
2: Carol Channing <laughs> just, like, Comes
0: out there and warbles
3: on <laughs> yeah. stage Oh
1: yeah. yeah. just...
2: <laughs> dolly Sing yeah. hello. <laughs> Oh, darling. Like President
3: Bush gets wheeled out and waves and, th- yeah, and tries to throw a ball. And, a throws, a, yeah, and throws
2: a baseball to his Bryce
0: Harper <laughs> just cracks a home run out of the. It's a special moment. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and uh, you know, I maybe we can play the song while uh, I kind of say a few words about the 2017 Person of the Year. Uh, yes. This was not even close. Guy Fieri. Thank you, sir. Thank you and your donkey sauce. Uh, I've assembled a collection (laughs) of tributes to Guy, uh, including a video of, it's Uh, only a montage of Guy Fieri eating at various locales, dives, diners, and dine-ins across the country. To Johnny Cash's cover of Hurt. There you'll also see uh, Guy Fieri's head as a dandelion with its hair being blown away. Uh, his facial hair and bleach spikes photoshopped on former President Bush and a gif of him tremendously enjoying a slice of pizza. Guy Fieri,
2: we salute you. <laughs> we salute you. Not a Dry eye in the house, guys. Right. Guy Fieri. We obviously know what the. That
4: was probably yeah. one of my most fun days at Relevant, just looking up Guy Fieri on the.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the, the winner, right? The winner is Guy Fieri eating to Johnny Cash's burger. <laughs> <Yeah>, of course, <laughs> yes, yeah. 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 Uh, easily. Uh, Not, close. I mean, all of them were great, but that is just a moment it's on the perfect. internet. That yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> So, uh, so this category is is one that uh, I feel like is pretty heated, pretty, pretty tight. It's the most disappointed DC Talk fan following the announcement of their cruise ship reunion.
2: Are we, are uh, we're not even talking about the graphics that are above each and every one of these questions. I don't know what insane person made that stuff up. I did not. Yeah, it's, well, you're the insane person. I love uh, it all.
3: It's just random stuff I found on my computer. Oh, like, literally, all of that stuff was just on my
0: drive. Uh, so this, this award... Yo, no, so you may remember uh, DC ha- DC Talk a while back was hyping something ambiguous, leading up to uh, a huge announcement. 2017. That's all it said. So, yeah, fans all over the world thought this could be it. This could be the 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 reunion. Fans all over Eddie, the world. I know. You, I know heavy. you were excited. Yeah, I was this.
3: very. It was three
2: months of podcast content. Was, I was extremely excited. I thought the guys were getting together. We had bantered around. It was many. like the Jesus freak font typeface.
3: It said 2017. It was a black screen, and that's all it said. And I thought,
2: oh, they're going to at least and do they like post it on Facebook. I thought, I thought realistically, they're going to do a little show in Nashville, mm-hmm. right? Test the waters. Join up with, you know, some of the other bands and I do, do a, a lib- festival News kind Boys. of thing. Yeah. Headline wow. Coachella, something like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm I'm not their manager. Um, but that's not what happened, yeah. is it? We they, actually found out during the podcast. The announcement was made during a podcast really? recording. Oh, yeah. Well, they were
3: going to do a live video announcement at noon on this certain day, and we happened to be wow. recording. W- so it went from Eddie like being so excited about what he, we were going to find out, and then at exactly noon, he finds out that it's a cruise that they're doing.
0: Yeah, they're doing a DC Talk themed cruise. Eddie wasn't the only one who disappointed. Fans (laughs) by the thousands came to troll them on Facebook. (laughs) I have a few that I'd like to read, and we'll pick a winner. No, no. We're looking
2: at the results right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's an overwhelming... The the people have voted. Is it Jason who said, seriously, that's it? Now I know how Ralphie from A Christmas Story felt when he decoded the message with his
2: decoder. A (laughs) lousy commercial. Wow. Jason, Mm. no one voted for you. (laughs) thousands of people voted and no one voted for you because nobody likes how unkind you were (laughs) Sarah said I feel like Clark Griswold expecting a big fat Christmas
0: bonus instead getting a jelly of the month club I don't know whether to laugh cry or even break something very
2: Aaron, disappointed, Sarah. Sarah. again, you're a good person. Literally, no one could vote for you. Next. That was just what, too unkind. What about Nicholas?
0: Ahead. When I saw Cruz, my mouth dropped a little, and I kind of died inside. <laughs>
2: <laughs> got a bunch of votes on that, because he put LOL at the end, just to soften the blow. Well,
3: I'll tell you this. Just being four feet away from Eddie, when he got the news, oh, I, was... I
2: saw a part of you die too.
1: I, we, like I, your
2: left eye drooped like Valcorn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I said offline, and dude, they're doing a cruise. And that was it. Yeah. It was just... All of a sudden, the fun stopped. <laughs> I guess we're going to be on a boat. Have you booked your tickets yet? No, I'm waiting for them to invite me to MC or something. I'm not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nigel wrote, There is a treason at sea. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, somebody just put the meme of the what lady. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh, Yeah. Congratulations. That's your winner. Yeah, well, the white sound effect is absolutely the winner. <laughs> it was absolutely, I think. It's terrible. Yeah terrible.
0: It yeah, yeah, terrible news. We need to bring this award show up. We had two, we just had a depressing one. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, uh, just Smash seven Mouth.
2: categories left, by the way. No, oh, we're almost done. <laughs> Round and uh, finish line. Uh, yeah. This is a
0: big year for Smash Mouth on the They're event. everywhere.
2: Huge big
0: year this this is their biggest year since like 97 I'm pretty sure this is this is a 20 year uh, and now they're the butt of an internet joke which it never gets old you may remember hearing uh, various points in in case you missed it uh, uh, or if you watch our live video uh, feed uh, Winnie the Pooh dancing to Smash Mouth but we also have a couple other nominees uh, Smash Mouth's all-star created with nothing but Windows XP sound effects which we
3: played on the show last week right? yes
0: still mind-blowing it's really amazing just the fact that not that's only someone had the idea but the discipline to go through with it's yeah. pretty impressive uh, just like well, someone in the who future, remixed all you this you have to all, do is think star. of stuff like
3: that and the computer will do it for you you just have to think of the idea that's the and that's, if they don't right. do it well they're,
1: they're working you can shame on, on
0: them MIT with your thoughts
2: right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's most of what MIT's doing right now yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, make a funny Smash Mouth song where I'll kick this dog over. (laughs) Um, Smash Mouth's All-Star where every word is uh, replaced with the word somebody. Somebody, somebody,
1: somebody, 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 somebody. So this one, all right. He
3: sampled it on yeah. his keyboard. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. Still, I love it. I still love it though. And finally, the guy who covers other songs, uh, <laughs> the YouTube sensation, but replaces the lyrics with the lyrics to Smash Mouse "All Star." This is uh, Foster the People, "Pumped Up Kicks." Shit.
2: She was looking kind of dumb
1: With a finger and her thumb in the shape of an out on her forehead Well, the ears start coming And the nose <laughs> stop <not> coming to <laughs> Head to the rules And they hit the ground running Didn't make sense We had like a lot of heroes night. out there but this year, guys. Warm, but your head gets dumb so
2: much to do so much to see so what's wrong with taking the back streets you'll never know if you don't go you'll never shine if you don't chelsea go. as this fades out slowly what please uh big of you what uh, <laughs> what would you say what if you had to guess who the winner was what would you guess
4: oh man i really enjoyed the somebodies
2: Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Cameron, what mm. would you say the winner is? Oh, clearly. It's, it's to me, e-
0: it's the last guy. He, he does all these songs because it's the volume of work yeah. that he's done. He's got a repertoire. It's and Jess, what would your it's guess a, be? It's like, it's like when Martin Scorsese won a few years ago for The Departed. He won for The Departed, but he was really yeah. he won for, winning. He won for it was a Lifetime he Achievement winning.
3: Award. Exactly. For Goodfellas. Yeah, exactly. Who did the people yeah. vote for?
0: Who was the winner?
2: Chelsea, I'm I'm sorry. I wanted you to be right, you but you were not. Woo-hoo! The people voted for the dude who sang All Star lyrics to every song. I think mm. they recognize the talent and ability yeah. that he brings. I mean, the vision that he's
0: wasted that he's right, wasted. Because the
2: windows was cool, but it's just like you're right. It's sampling. Yeah, the guy blew it yeah. when he did the chorus. Yeah. You realized, mm-hmm. oh, he's just
0: goofing.
3: Yeah. All right.
2: <laughs> all right. So, 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 so finally,
0: I want to end the show uh, looking back on uh, a, a true internet legend that left us this year. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm talking about Vine, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The, the short video service that died a terrible death this year. So a couple of these are visual, but uh, maybe we can play some audio uh, from uh, one <laughs> is a newscast of uh, all you need to know is a woman is in a goat pen. <laughs> Uh, signing off uh, uh, from a a special segment on a farm. Here's the audio. From the Manatee County Fair, Linda Carson, ABC7,
1: Would You Not Eat My Pants? Ah!
2: (laughs) That is blood curdling.
0: Uh, One more time, please. (laughs) From the Manatee (laughs) County Fair, Linda Carson, ABC7,
1: Would You Not Eat My Pants? Ah!
2: Wow, that is a real visceral scream <laughs> it's so good. that is deep we, from her soul would you not eat
3: <laughs> that was like when i was walking in the ocean once and i stepped on a little crab and it pinched my toe Oof. but i can't see down in the water and yeah. so just yeah, like, exactly. it's I'm like a I'm piece terrified. of seaweed
0: you know goes by your thigh that's the sound you uh. make all right uh the the next one is a little visual it's uh it's 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 a llama uh prancing to up in here you really got to see it yeah. to uh, enjoy yeah, it head over to oscars.biz but uh, the next one is—I'll uh, describe it because the audio is worth playing. It's uh, 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 <laughs> some some people have been pulled over by a police officer, and during the encounter, uh, the the gentleman mm-hmm. who is filming the police officer decides to point out his very ugly-looking sketcher like shoes, like orthopedic Here shoes, uh, like black orthopedic officer, shoes. I got one question for you. What are those?
3: <laughs> and he like zooms in on the shoot and the officer just walks away <laughs> just didn't have any
0: time for it uh, and, and I also have one that I will describe but you really should go see is a, it's the the ending of a funeral where the pastor uh, tosses a dove dramatically into the air ever. but sadly on the way out, the dove too appears to have died and lands <laughs> dramatically in the dirt behind the crowd uh, and finally Hey, some televangelist that I don't recognize. It's just a montage of him <laughs> saying why. Here's the clip.
1: Why? 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 Wow. Eddie, this
0: one. Uh, this, was, this was a bittersweet category, I feel like, for people.
1: Uh,
0: wow.
1: Why? Why? Oh. Why? 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 Why?
0: That's wow. amazing. It's perfect. My
3: favorite yeah. Vine of all time yeah. is the dove one though.
4: Same. I will forever love I, it. I
3: watched it's it perfect. on endless loop. And then when you see like the longer clip, it's nowhere near as
4: The timing great of as... it starting yeah. over is so
0: good. Oh. That, that's why Vine is funny because it like it, something fly about the wing, jump cut at the like end makes dope, it funny. Why? Why? wait.
3: And the, and the <laughs> is the most amazing.
0: Cuz you hear the dove <laughs> hit the ground.
1: Like this dove. I fly away and be at rest. If I have wings (laughs) like this dope, I fly away and be at rest. If I have wings (laughs) like this dope, it's my favorite thing ever. And be at (laughs) (laughs) rest. Here's my question
0: Did he know the dove was dead in his hand? And in his mind, was he like, if I throw this high enough, no one will notice? (laughs) No. There's no way he knew it was dead. I
1: don't
3: know why. See,
0: I, so I here's I honestly think that he had it in his hand. He knew it had died, <laughs> and like he, this is my actual theory because I've thought about this vine a lot. Is that he thought he picked it up? He knew it was dead. It, this was already planned. The, the family had already wished that we send off our beloved family member with a dove flying off, and the pastor was just thinking like, I will throw this dove underhanded, literally as hard as I can, even though it's dead, and everyone will. <laughs> Will turn to look at me and no one will know it didn't fly away. I think that was his strategy there
3: because look how hard he throws it. Who, uh, Eddie, who is the winner of the
2: uh, Vine RIP award? I don't know if we're ready to handle this, but we have a two way tie. Have no we ever way. had this? No, with the number no. of votes we had for it to be a tie, it's unbelievable, it's um, it's astronomical. It is a two way tie between uh Goat News Reporter and Dead Bird. Really? <laughs>
3: yeah, it was shocking. It's, it's shocking. To me, Dead God. Bird is just perfect on so many levels. I, I wait, 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 I, I
0: have an announcement. Uh, I have an announcement. Dele-Zine. It was not. It was not a tie. It's the llama <laughs> dancing <laughs> to up in here. Yeah. And maybe we can just play that song to bring us out because that, that concludes another incredible year. <laughs> oh. with the Oscar top is. Once again, thank you to TJ Maxx, uh, the electronics section, and Marshalls. I'm never coming back. I don't want your oregano. Don't offer sponsorships again. Your spice aisle is terrible. Thanks, everyone, did who <laughs> joined us today, guys. Stay tuned. Up next, feedback.
3: Listening to Snow Allegra, that's my best attempt, Uh, featuring Vince Staples. The song is Nothing Burns Like the Cold. Again, our apologies to Matt Chandler. Matt Chandler, everybody. Um,
2: It is (laughs) time. John Acuff uh, pretty much distanced himself from this.
3: Yeah, he uh, used to be our guest host for a few years. He
2: has uh, not returned a call.
3: Enough was enough for him. Just
2: can't even consider this. Uh,
3: it's time for your feedback. Uh, last week, we got talking about uh, my atheist barber, who's really into like uh, discovering new hip hop and trap music, and that's what we talk about when I get my hair cut And he was impressed when he discovered this group called the Social Club Misfits. And then it took him three full listens to the album to realize that there was no profanity and they were talking about God. Amen. And he's like, "I think I think they're Christian rappers." Yes. And um and, and we're like, "Hey, that's uh, something good for the music that it took you a minute, you know?" Yeah. Um. And so we we got talking about well. What what other Christian, explicitly Christian music, yes, uh, stands up? And like, it, would you say is your favorite music that you think would stand up to your friends who don't listen to religious music at all? And you you, you would say this is just a good song because we were also talking about the Pete Holmes show uh, last week. Right? Uh, there's a, a major um, uh, George the Clay flood appearance, mm-hmm. and uh, so that it just got us talking about all this. Uh, you guys went over to the podcast episode page at realmmagazine.com You also. Tweeted at us at relevant Podcast. Here's a few of the songs that you say or Christian albums that you say stand up outside of the subculture.
0: Yeah. So someone also agreed that "Me Without You." They, I saw a couple that they were going to say that, and then we talked about it. So we 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 nailed it on that one. Someone on on Twitter and on the on the on the okay. Facebook page.
3: G- Gilbert Garza said, "Slick shoes, waking, wake up screaming." OC Supertones, at Copeland, and acidity Burns. Uh, come now, sleep. I think I know what his music taste is.
4: As cities, but I, I had it a all. Couple times. I had
3: all of those CDs too.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was that that Scott era from like ninety eight to two thousand was uh, when I worked for a Christian alternative music magazine in Nashville, <laughs> and so the W's and O C Supertones mm-hmm. and W's. Slick Shoes, all that was. <laughs> All we covered. Five
2: Iron
0: Frenzy. That's okay. all we covered.
2: I'd like to thank Brian for spending an inordinate amount of time making the case that a tennis player no one's ever heard of is better than Serena Williams.
0: Oh
3: my goodness! Mm, Seems like oh, a good. Maybe he's yeah. related to her.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, Brian? No, he's. But he's from Central Florida. But we should all <laughs> look up Margaret Court because apparently we have been hardcore. Brian,
0: I think she's from the era of that weird movie star you named on the top of the show. So we'll be sure not to check that out. Uh, Dan said. Reliant K's album, mm hmm, and it's that was I. I remember when that came out too. That was a good one.
4: Someone said Grits, the art of translation.
0: Couple of those, Cameron. You remember Grits? Of course. I. I
3: to me, I'm gonna just put this out there, and I'm sorry. There was some really good hip, Christian hip hop in that early era of mm-hmm. '90s and stuff. I mean, there was some good stuff. Gospel Gangs is legit. It holds up. Um, a bunch. I mean, um, SFC and those guys. Uh, grits was not good it was kind of like the hamilton of
0: christian (laughs) hip-hop it was popular (laughs) people liked it but i just didn't get it there was actually good hip-hop at that time uh scott had earth earth suits kaleidoscope superior earth suit is like paul Meany's band before mute math that's right uh um, plank eye i remember plank eye and poor old lou remember all those bands and those are good selections scott Apparently, the podcast last week
3: uh, is the reason for the large spike in the viewership of the Scott's Tots episode of The Office. <laughs> there was more than... I mean, there's a lot of people saying that our conversation made them go watch it again. Yeah. Oh, you sick people. I to
2: tell you, I don't know any of these albums, so I'm trying to read feedback, but I'm like... because oh,
3: you listen to real music back then. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I popped in just for DC Talk, and then I was out again. Someone
4: just said that Eddie's answer of P.O.D. was spot on,
0: and that that's what they would choose.
2: But I was joking.
1: <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, no! Right. They
2: were jokes. Not. That album is awful.
0: <laughs> My opinion of Pod is like Cameron's opinion of Grits. Like as mm. Grits is to like Christian hip hop. Pod was to like Christian hard music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it was. There was yeah. There's like Blind Side, and there's
3: a lot of other like really good. Yeah, that was stuff that was like, good right? that still holds up.
0: Uh, Blake said the Rocket Summers, Hello, Good Friend, another album that mm-hmm. I like. Uh, Michael said uh, Starflyer Fifty Nine, still an amazing band. I would agree. Today.
3: They were the one of the first cool bands, and then like Pedro the Lion and stuff like that were like yeah. Dude, oh yeah, we, we claim them. We yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We're,
0: we're cool because we have Starflyer Fifty yeah. Nine. Yeah. He also mentioned the band Joy Electric, which was a cool. That was before like indie electro pop was. Yeah, Everywhere. That's right. Yep. There you go.
2: Third day. This is fun.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was fun. Hey. Now.
3: Okay. Their. Their. Their first album. I was. I haven't heard it in forever. Maybe it's yeah. terrible. But I was like it. It was. St- it was hooting the Blowfish era. Very and so southern rockie. Yeah. His voice. You know and that that it just hit at right the right time. I mean it, it was yeah
1: yeah
3: breakout that first one
0: yeah yeah, yeah. he tweeted yeah, to me totally it's huge.
3: There you oh. go. Well, it's, this is fun, being nostalgic about Christian Oh, music. someone
0: said Dogwood. Dogwood was like a great speed punk band. That was really cool.
3: Well, there's a lot more. Uh, go check it out and then like load up your Spotify. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> we should do a Rolling Podcast 90s youth group Spotify oh, playlist. Oh, I
0: would love
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you would. Um, okay, it's time for this week's... Editorial Question of the Week. Hey. Well, you know, earlier in the show, in between all the stuff, we had some substance. Like there's, it's like a sandwich, the Oscars. a podcast sandwich. Yeah, right at the Oscars. We, had, we had ridiculous at the beginning, really ridiculous at the end. Right. And then you had Matt Chandler talking about Lent. That's right. It's the meaty middle. Yeah. It got us thinking though about Lent. You we're in, were in the, in the Lent season and a lot of people grew up in non-traditional, non-denominational churches that mm. didn't really observe some of those practices and stuff, and and like as adults, like I would put myself in this category. You know, learned about it later. Yeah. Um, that and, and the importance of it, the significance of, of of these things. I grew up in a church tradition where it's like that's legalism. You know, like we don't need. Yeah. To, you know,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, we're free from Christ. We don't need to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so I it, it's been interesting, like as an adult, to like learn about this stuff and the and the significance of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not just I'm going to fast X Y Z. You know, and like check it off a list like god are you happy with me now right. but there's something really transformative in this season and we want to know from you uh what you do to observe Lent. and we're not looking for a list of things you've given up
2: like we know we get you give up social media
3: yeah, got it right we're not <laughs> that's not what we're talking about but maybe there's certain right. special things you do or unique things you do to um you know kind of embrace the uh, the season that we're in and, and we would pre- love to hear yeah, those things
2: prepare for yeah. yeah that which is good friday and uh, easter
0: yeah, yeah. Matt Chandler said the inter, in the interview we heard that you know they have that big. He has a big party that is sort of it's called like a Mardi Gras reminder. Mardi
1: Gras.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, hit us up on the podcast episode page at
3: relevantmagazine.com, the all new relevantmagazine.com, and post your yeah. uh, comments there. And also, you can tweet at us at Relevant Podcast. We'd love to hear how you're observing lint in uh, unique ways. Thanks to Matt Chandler for joining us. Um, you should, he's a pastor of village church, big, huge church in Texas. Yes. yes. Um, if, but you should Google that, uh, Lent video that was making the rounds yeah. that, that he does amazing yeah. teaching. Uh, you can also follow him on Twitter at Matt Chandler, 74. I guess he was born 74. Maybe,
2: maybe there were 73 Matt Chandler's before him.
3: Oh, that's probably that's true. What that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, kind of a regular name. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of common. Right. Yeah. Basic. I mean, yeah. It's like the seventy-fourth. <laughs> yeah. Uh thanks also to Jesse for uh the Oscars.biz yeah, awards Thank it never you. disappoints. Yeah. Uh,
2: it does not disappoint. It yeah, was that's... not
3: painful and tedious to record at all. And, no. it, and and Chandler's gonna have a breeze editing it up yeah. to uh yeah, make it was... it a fun experience
0: for yeah, listeners. I'm glad I'll be out of town to give notes on this episode.
1: That's
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> true. <laughs> um Hey uh, sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we told you about it last week, but the new era of Relevant has kicked off. Uh, we uh, the the newly redesigned magazine is out now. If you haven't seen it, uh, check it out on newsstands nationwide. You can also go to RelevantMagznet.com and subscribe, or even view the issue. There's a really pretty uh, new interface for kind of uh, experiencing the content even online. Uh, the website you'll notice is all new too. It's it, it was launched last week. It's a I would say a soft launch. It's probably twenty percent of what the site will be in very short order, and it's going be a lot of fun kind of bringing it more and more to life over the coming weeks. So keep checking back the all new relevant And while you're there, subscribe. We think you'll like the magazine a lot. And we're really happy with how the new uh, uh, design looks and we think you'll like it. So check it out. You can subscribe there online. Very cool. Hey, thanks to our show sponsors for making this episode possible. Remember, when you go to HelloFresh.com, enter the code RELEVANT35 uh, when you subscribe to get 35 bucks off your first week of deliveries. Uh, Also, thanks to Warby Parker. Uh, Head over to WarbyParker.com slash RELEVANT to order your free home try-ons today. On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Eddie Koffeltz. I'm
2: Chelsea Steele.
3: I'm Jesse Carey. For Chandler Strang.
2: No, don't for Chandler Strang. He's not in it. He doesn't get it.
0: But he's still got to do the work. He's still going to make it. Okay, he's going to put in more work on this thing than any of us. <laughs> <And that's true. laughs>
1: Actually, yeah,
2: on behalf of and in honor of Chandler Strang, in memoriam. In
0: memoriam. <laughs> in memoriam. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We got.
1: All of this I've been losing my mind. Thanks for
2: listening to the Relevant Podcast. Connect with us on Twitter, at Relevant Podcast, and get bonus material from this episode and more at the podcast section on relevantmagazine.com. And don't forget to check the magazine out. It's available on newsstands and at the iTunes App Store, or you can subscribe online at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe. Hey, don't. Don't. don't try to, to. hold me. Don't. No. 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 don't try to, try to. Try to. homie. me. No. Hey.
0: Make a funny Smash Mouth song or I'll kick this dog over.